Well, it looks like my lights and my remote. Well, hello there. Ran out, so I gotta go replace that. Uh, hello. How is it you are the going? Eh. Right, it is going. My fan remote battery died, so I gotta go replace it real quick. I'll be right back. Hey, look, people. Sounds are quiet. Um, hmm. Yeah, this should be better now. I did, I forgot, I gotta turn up main volume. Should see if okay, I know last time Rob was messing with the insight jukebox, but doesn't look like it's doing it anymore. But yeah, um I've updated the character portraits so now they look cool. I updated character portraits on the stream, so now when people talk, they pop out. Except Rob, he just gets a yellow border around his name. I feel left out. I, I clicked the long rest button, and it reset my max HP for some reason. How do I... It, it's I'm at 15 to 15, but I should be 21 to 21. How do I... How do I adjust that? Anybody? Beyond D&D? &D? So you'd have to go back into your character editor and see why your max hit points are only at 15 if they're supposed to be 21. My, we rolled. I rolled for it. And rolled incredibly well. Right, no, I know that. I'm just... You... Can't do it like from my character sheet? My main character sheet? The only thing you can do from your main character sheet is 
either override max HP or temporary hit points. I'm trying to, if I click up on the override, then what? It doesn't do anything. Well, you finally updated your token, I see, uh, KV. <laughs> what, did I? I think Park probably did. That's what he gave yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I know I did this originally when I rolled for HP, but I don't remember how. I don't understand why long rest resets your max HP. I guess only if it's modified by something else will that happen. Okay. So if you go to the anvil on the top right, the builder. I'm there. Okay, and then go to manage uh, HP. Yeah, manage HP. Whatever. You gotta figure out what you're supposed to be at with three levels of your constitution. What's your constitution modifier? Uh, I, I'm on this. Hold on, let me go back to character sheet. Actually, this is easy. When you're still on the manage hit points, it says hit point bonuses from con. That makes oh, it easy. Manage HP plus three from con. All right, so rolled hit point should be eighteen if you were at twenty one max. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it actually has uh yeah, potential values twenty okay. Let's we'll try eighteen. Yeah, just put but, eighteen there under we go. rolled. Yeah, and that should I got set it. it right. Yep, I got it. Yeah, that's weird. It Thank shouldn't you. can change your max HP. They do that because there's spells and shit that boost your max HP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Check the old wiki, make sure this is correct. How's everyone doing tonight? Well enough. All right. Uh, Loki, aka Bannon, is not going to be joining us tonight. So it will be just the four. Anything to. Stop us from getting started. Anything to go over? Or should we get right in? Got nothing.
Hello, Katie. Ivan, everything good on your end? Yeah, yeah, fine. I'll be in row 20 in a second. Are you Ivan now? Ivan? said KB Ivan, right? Mm. I said KB and Ivan. KB Ivan? That's a good name. Debatable. Can be. Gonna be looking at TV all night. <laughs> it is a cute baby. Can't say nothing about that. Solo, if you can hear me, just give me a heads up. Solo. Solo. Solo's gone solo. <laughs> um. While waiting for Solo, we can go ahead and start with a quick recap of where we were. After recently coming into contact with a lone individual known as Old Benin, each of you have been brought to the land of Esrena, to a small port town of respite. For each to their own reasons, you all gather here, meeting the gnome up in his upstairs quarters of the Frontier Guild Hall. Splitting the party, one group decided to go down towards the general store, meeting Freya. After a little hijinks and a bit of sleight of hand gone awry, uh, the professor got himself a little burnt up in the back. And with the rest of the group gathering lodgings within the uh, lonely sonnet, meeting Mr. Jem, one of the other residents within Respite. Your group had gathered information and coin on the night itself, and slowly beginning to come back to a morning rise. The sun will slowly begin to filter into the windows of those who have them. There is a general quiet to the air, except for a single lone voice that could be heard amongst the street. A voice of which one of you do recognize, only for a moment. It was genuinely quiet in the start of the morning, should any of you decide to get up earlier than the rest, you may do what you wish. 
I probably wouldn't get up earlier than anyone else. Just normal. I would guess I would too. Is there a Connell breakfast involved with this hotel room? Which continent? It doesn't matter. Yes, you've yet to discuss that. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I'll go down to the main uh, area and see if there's some sort of complimentary breakfast and or coffee involved with the room. Uh, you do awaken, slowly opening the door, looking back to see your two new companions, Harry and Olive, still sleeping soundly in their beds. Uh, you will notice as you come up to the banister, you will see that the upper banister is completely empty. Uh, looking over, you'll see that a few tables are occupied. Some are hunched over, still uh, sleeping away from their drunken stupor from the night before. Uh, a few of the miners, you can see, are already getting their breakfast. Um, you will notice that Mr. Jem is at the bar, uh, quietly looking over a large tome of sorts. Uh, holding what seems to be a lensed monocle of sorts in one eye, but will take notice of you peeking over the banister. Give a slight wave. I'll uh, just wave back, and uh, so what's for breakfast? Well, um, Professor, right? Yes, Professor Branich. Yes, Professor. Well, as long as you don't intend on doing the same thing as yesterday, we can definitely uh, give you your breakfast instead of you acquiring it yourself. Excellent. And again, yesterday it was just a misunderstanding. Don't worry about. Uh, that I can assure. We can both agree. This music all of a sudden pick up out of nowhere. <laughs> looking around questioningly like that. Um, you, you will particularly notice one thing of note. Uh, the individual that you saw uh, Hayim speaking to, the lone uh, half-elf sitting in the corner with the instrument in hand, is not there. However, you do recognize the voice coming from outside of the building. Ew. Uh, whose voice is it? Uh, a small, uh, smaller half-elf individual, uh, brighter blondish hair, um, carried a lute in his hand and spoke, after Hayim spoke to him, he seemed a bit perturbed, uh, a little taken aback, but didn't seem to be, uh, any person of notes, but you did recognize the voice. Uh, when it seems okay. to call out into the morning. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll head down to the main area and secure some breakfast. Uh, he, Mr. Jim will go ahead and call back to his uh, bar maiden. And she will bring out a smaller breakfast. Uh, mainly due to you getting one of the shared rooms instead of one of the larger ones. Uh, it will... Be a fair meal. Uh, you do not have to pay. 
as it is part of the lodgings, luckily. Oh, yeah. Take it at the bar. Um, what is your passive perception? Uh, I think it's in roll 2013. Okay. Um, you do not currently hear what is being heard outside. The voice seems to be calling out into the air. Uh, one thing of note is the sun has just recently risen. So it is still relatively early, but there is still plenty of people uh, up and moving at this moment in time. Okay. Yeah, I'll just kind of lazily eat my breakfast and wait for um, the rest of my uh, associates to gather up downstairs. Unless anyone else wishes to do anything at this moment in time. Uh, You take your time eating your breakfast. It is maybe 30 minutes or so that you will notice a flicker of bluish uh, color slowly f- come into your vision. A small piece of paper uh, formed into an insect-like form uh, folded and bent into multiple shapes to create some sort of butterfly in a uh, picture, but it will slowly flit down and rest upon the side of your plate. Hmm. Okay, um, that's something you see every day. Uh, I will just kind of pick it up with my hand and unfold it. Uh, as you slowly unfold it, it's very easy to slowly open up the package itself as if opening up to a flower blooming. Uh, you would expect words to appear on the paper instead. The paper itself rises into a forming of lips. Mm-hmm. A mouth directly in front of you rises and slowly speaks out. Good morning. It is good to see that you're awake. It is I, Benin. I am hoping to speak to you as soon as possible. I have ensured that a gift is to be given to you for your safety. Is um, me specifically or our group? I'm kind of curious if this paper can talk back to me or if it's a uh, message. You tried to answer back. However, the paper seems to crumple in on itself and drop onto the plate in a small bluish paper ball. As if expending the magic within it. Okay. Um. I guess. Uh. Having heard that, I will finish my breakfast, and if no one is downstairs yet, I'll just head over to Benin. It is around this time you would notice that there isn't anyone waking up. Around this time. Uh. Should you go upstairs, it seems that uh, Olive, Harry, are you both still sleeping? Uh, the door opening uh, 
trigger something. I would probably be reviewing over my plans and drawings that I had made <clears throat> the previous night and into the early morning, just like reviewing over everything I noted down. And I'd probably like turn my head confused coming into our room. Uh, yes, hello. Um, apparently old Bennett needs to see us about something, something about her safety. Five or mine, minutes. I can't really tell. I'll be out in five minutes. Okay. Tell Bunny to come get me. <laughs> okay. We'll be, we'll be out in five, five to seven, maybe ten. Sure. All right, I'll be out front. Kind of step out onto the, like the front porch area of this uh, establishment, and just kind of take in the surroundings as I wait. Uh, do you knock on the others' doors? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, you will firstly approach Van's door. He procured one of the smaller rooms, uh, but not shared. But as you knock on the door, you can hear a voice uh, call out, uh, Not right now, please. If you do not mind, I seem to have uh, gotten a bit sick from the food last night. It seems my endeavors and... Uh, not now's not the time. Allow me to rest. Okay, I'll allow him to rest. Leave the guy alone. You and I'll go knock on Hyam's door. Okay. Before we get to this, Hyam. During this time, you have been resting. Your dreams have been restless of late. The voices calling out. You, you've tried multiple times to make these fade away with time, with your work, with your constant vigilance to, in the end, make all things in balance and perhaps make things even. You slowly begin to pull out of your stupor as you hear a knock at the door. Your eyes open to the more grandeur, more open room. And as your eyes slowly open, you will begin to notice you are not the only one within the room. Who else is in the room? Familiar face, though never seen up close. The teeth from earlier, a female, hmm. quietly watching from the end of the beds. Wearing what seems to be a large, long, flowing blue gown. See-through in places that reveal part of the skin, yet seem to be more ornate and ritualistic than something to entice. 
she watches you silently as is if that, cautiously at first is that the one that was propositioning everyone the previous night or somebody else uh this is the one that you saw uh up above alongside the half elf and the red-headed human female of the uh, of the lonely summits and this particular one you did notice having their eye on you uh the day before i spring out of bed swords out uh she will step back hands up in the air showing her to be uh, unarmed she will look at you now i utter you good She will look at you at first, her hand rising up to her mouth as if to indicate uh, something that you will now become very clear as a soft yet almost translucent uh, reverberated voice slowly fills the back of your mind. I am no threat to you, stranger. I see a slight hatred in your eyes. I can't help but get curious towards that little bit of danger. I, I am no threat to you. And yet you have entered my room without being invited while I was sleeping. Well, technically, if I wanted to do something of ill intent, Good sir, I would have probably already attempted it. Merely, I was only here for a couple of minutes. But if you wish for me to leave, that is completely fine. Uh, she will look over towards the knocking of the door again. Look over towards you. Say your piece. Why are you here? Who are you looking? Your, your dreams are so corrupt, so tainted with all this hatred. You think they are here? I'm going to tell you once. To leave. It is one thing sneaking uninvited to somebody else's room. It is something else to sneak in uninvited to their mind. Oh. She will quickly and skitterishly uh, hike up her dress, quickly move over to the door. Uh, professor, you will hear the door click open the door swings open to see the tiefling uh, female from the night before look up in your direction, uh, sheepishly squeak up, ah, ah, and she will quietly uh, make her way past you. Okay, I'll kind of like watch her leave for a second and then peek in uh, to Hyam's room with kind of a big grin on my face. And uh, so, uh, 
eventful night last night, huh? The ploy was mildly successful, but no. She snuck into my room sometime this morning. Jesus, for what? Did you steal from you or something? You want me to stop her? Uh, I will look around to see if anything is obviously missing. Uh, go ahead and... Are you doing a quick look or are you taking your time with this? Uh, quick look for now. Uh, perception check. Perception? Yes, please. You look around and over a quick examination, the general idea that she was not only in the room, but also in your head, you're not entirely sure what she might have taken uh, physically, mentally, or emotionally. Uh, your mind is still half asleep, slowly coming out of its uh, idle-minded stupor. The memory is still very, very uh, fresh. I will rub my eyes and I will say to Branich, if you do not mind, see where she goes. I have to do an inventory of my belongings because without them, we will not survive the wilds. Okay. Um, and then when you're ready, uh, Benin wanted to see us. I don't know what about, so I'll be out front. I'll keep an eye on her for right now. If nothing is missing, I will find you downstairs. Okay, then I'll quickly look to see if I can see where she's headed. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check, please. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, your perceptive eye quickly turns, and you do catch uh, the bluish hue of her dress uh, disappear throughout the front door of the lonely sonnet. Um, I'll definitely you follow. You see, she is moving at a more hastened pace. How? High up is it from? Am I on the second floor or the first floor? You are currently on the second floor. Yeah how how big of a drop is it from the where like the the banister to the bottom floor? Uh, you're looking at maybe a solid like ten to twelve feet. So that's like a d six at least. If I... Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll... <laughs> you can you can certainly try. You can certainly no no. Try I'm, gonna, the... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run down the stairs and try to follow her. Uh, like, get sight of her as quickly as possible and then follow her as... I, I wouldn't say stealthily, but so she doesn't notice. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't see me following her if I manage to catch up. Okay. Um, are you making it obvious that you are moving at a quickened pace? Yeah, to everyone else, just not to her. Like, I just don't okay. want her to know I'm following her. But yeah, everyone else can see I'm running. Uh, okay, you run down the stairs, quickly turning around. You can't help but notice uh, Mr. Jem look up towards the door in your direction just as you turn the corner. Uh, you come around 
the doorway just to see that uh, three string is currently sitting on a crate, uh, slowly beginning to finish up what looks to be uh, the daily morning announcements of respites. Uh, you will also quickly notice the bluish dress again turned to a side alley, uh, maybe 15 or so feet uh, to the side of the building. Oh shit, that's right. Okay. And yeah. You quickly rush over, getting in her general direction. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Okay. You quickly go down, like holding yourself against the wall just to peek around the corner. You look and see crates of produce. Uh, You see what seems to be a drunken figure uh, hunched over, bottle in hand, seemingly snoring on one side. However, in your moment of quick perception, you will notice just in time a flicker of the bluish dress turn translucent, and the figure itself seemed to fade within the actual air itself. Bullshit. Uh, you only caught this... Uh, movement and transformation in just a blink of an eye before she disappears. I want to, for a second, scrutinize this uh, guy in the eye. Like, is he actually passed out and doing nothing, or is he like, uh, pretending? Like, maybe like an insight? Uh, go ahead and roll an insight check. Okay. He seems to be snoring loudly, uh, a straw-like hat hunched over his head. The bottle seems to be mostly empty, but you do sense a strong smell of old alcohol, sweat, and a very distinct full smell of ammonia. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll just go back to... I am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, You can see now. uh, Do you come out of your stealth, or are you sticking to uh, the shadows from now? You still do have shadows before the sun does come up. Um... I mean, I'll... Like when I saw her, just disappeared. Like, did it look like she was in motion or standing still? She looked like she was in motion, heading down the alleyway. the The thing is, it's harder to figure out without knowing uh, the components of what she was doing. You're not entirely sure if this was a spell, some sort yeah. of illusion. You aren't entirely sure. 
Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm, uh, I'll continue down the alley and just try to pick up any trace of movement, like if she bumps into something or, like, the sound of footsteps or anything like that. Uh, okay. You will quietly make your way down the alleyway, passing the drunken individual. Uh, you hear a slight grunt of a sound as you pass him, as if acknowledging the presence of someone there. As you step your way inside, the shadow slowly gathering up behind you. You get yourself next to the crates and peek over, seeing nothing. <laughs> you, you take your time, maybe a full minute or so. You look down and can't help but notice, uh, after a full minute of time, a set of footprints uh, rushing out from the other side of the alleyway that have clearly been left behind by the individual. Basically the end of the alley I originally entered from? Uh, the opposite alleyway. So further down the alley? Further Basically down to the me? other side, towards okay. the back of the uh, tavern, yes. I guess I'm, I'm definitely going to follow and just uh, peek around that corner and see if I can see anything. Uh, you come out to the back, you can see the back of the general store, uh, which is closed. Uh, you can see a few crates that have been obviously left by the daily shipment. Um, you will take a look to the back of the uh, Lonely Sonnet, the back door to the kitchen area that you suspect is closed as well. Uh, However, the expanse behind that seems to be just desert land and the coastline to the south. Any more footsteps? Go ahead and give me one more perception check. Okay. You look around trying to see any sign of the blue dress or any sort of figure you check to see uh, where the footprints lead and you begin to follow more of a harder earth ground where the footprints no longer meet you can't help but notice she's probably gone to the wind by now Um, how long has this been going on for, the curiosity? Uh, this has probably been going on for the past five to ten minutes. Uh, you probably saw the professor running past your door down the stairs maybe five or so minutes ago. I mean, I probably would have lost my plans. So I probably would have seen him run by, but. Uh, KB, are you returning? Yeah, yeah. Was I, am I okay. muted? 
So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just kind of pause for a moment, then uh, turn around and just make my way back. I'm no real rush to get back. Walk. Uh, Harry and Olive. After about seven minutes, I probably would have. Like, is Olive's bed within reach of the table that I'm looking at the plans at? I believe you moved the side table so that they were directly next to Harry's bed to a point that they were like right next to his bed and reaching him. Yeah, I'm just curious, would they be within Olive? Like, could I reach Olive here or would I have to get up? Uh, you would have to get up. Okay, I guess I would, you know, like kind of shift the tables over and go over and try to, you know, nudge Olive awake. Come on, no. time to get up. Okay, didn't... What was... I, ga I gave you seven minutes. Come on. Yeah, yeah. What'd he want? I don't know. What's up, I guess. Okay. Oh, is that breakfast? Uh, I mean, probably downstairs. Right, I'll meet you downstairs. And I'll okay. put my He's bag gonna... on and head on downstairs. You will... No, oh, it's... that's right. I gotta get my uniform on first. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you do, yes. Quickly getting your uniform off, off, you will then slowly make your way down. Uh, Hayim, are you also heading down towards the first floor? I will now perform a full inventory. Gotcha. To make sure that nothing is missing before I do anything else. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and ask you to do an investigation for me real quick. I can do. Uh, quickly checking your bags and your supplies, you check your papers quickly, uh, the guiding tools you have desperately uh, held on to these number of months and years, uh, you will notice that there does not seem to be anything missing. Uh, your gold is on your person or your belongings seem to be on your person. Your clothes, everything seems to be untouched. Uh, it seems that she was not here for your belongings. All right, well. You're not entirely sure why she was here. Well, if nothing is missing, I will relax a little bit. Uh, I will unroll my little rug and do my morning prostrations and uh, if there's any if there's a water basin up in the room I'll quickly kind of clean myself off and uh, yes once I'm done with that I will head downstairs you will notice that this particular room does have uh, freshly uh, rejuvenated uh, sort of canteen of sorts that has been uh, implemented as a tap-like system. And it is 
lukewarm to the touch, but does seem to give you some sort of refreshments in this moment of time. Uh, you take a look outside. Uh, no sign of Adwin, the professor, at the moment, or the tiefling individual. Jim Henson's going to be working on animatronics. Uh, but you will notice that Harry and uh, Lady Flowers are making their way out of their room. Okay, I will greet them briefly. Uh, morning. And you? Albeit somewhat dispassionately. Um, and actually, just prior to leaving my room, I will inspect both the window and the door just to see if I can figure out how she made her way in. You know, I'd be okay with another uh, game, but I really want a, another welcome to the game. I want to welcome to the you game. You know three, what? I will I know allow you to on, roll a new investigation. With this I want to watch people play it. Well, it's a different investigation. Yes, it is. That's better. Um, you will quickly check the door. Uh, seeing as she had already opened it, uh, you don't. Uh, you don't think she came through here, mainly due to the fact you heard the click of the lock. However, as you move over to the window, you can't help but feel a slight breeze directly against your palm as you reach for the handle. And with the slightest of effort, you could feel the uh, window rise and notice that it was unlatched. came in through the bathroom window um i will open the window a little wider and just look down um see how she may have ascended to the window uh, to see if there is a rope or if there are vines growing on the side of the building that she could have climbed um as you look out you can't help but feel a slight hint of bewilderment as you notice that there is no ledge to climb, no rope that seems to have been attached or any hook or means. Yeah, you definitely of gotta hold off. Making their way up. There is it. a Would slight ledge to the edge of is it cool the to excited? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, window gotta, itself. However, it seems to be only a couple of inches like uh, thick, nothing that would be uh, in particularly usable or be able to stand upon. But there is a quite obvious uh, 15 or so feet uh, clearing between the bottom of this window and the ground. Uh, that is Jinkin. All right, I will relatch the window, lock the door on my way out, and go downstairs. Uh, you will make your way downstairs. Mr. Jem will smile in your direction as you make your way down. 
I hope you're not in a hurry like your friend the professor was. He was quite a, quite a dash. Did, did something happen? Well, you could say that. I recall a discussion last night about theft. Yes. Um, did, did something... What, what happened? Did, did he do something again? No, he did not. But a certain individual made their way into my room before I was awake. He will cock an eyebrow at that, uh, the smile fading slightly, um, and he'll slowly stand up straight, punching, at, uh, poofing out his jacket slightly at the collar, and he'll give a more darker tone. And Sure. Who did it? A woman wearing a Right, blue dress. We call them Jinkin. I believe in your language it is Tiefling. Cherry? You're talking about Cherry? I did not pause to ask her name. Cherry! And she'll, he'll shout out into the air as um, he'll look back towards uh, one of the doors behind him, uh, you'll hear the uh, sounding of feet, soft feet, slowly quick uh, approach the door and a face will appear behind it. Uh, this is the familiar tiefling from earlier. Uh, however, seems to be poking her head out. Uh, wearing what seems to be a wrapping of swords. Yeah, that sounds like a huge mess. And she'll look over. Ah, yes, Mr. Jem. Is there something wrong? This isn't her. It certainly looks like it. Looks like it isn't. It looks like it is. Uh, she certainly looks exactly the same as the person you saw this morning. However, uh, no, no longer in the blue dress, but looks uh, very worried, very scared, and he's currently wrapped up in a uh, pale white uh, wrapping of sorts, almost like a nightgown. Uh, but she'll look over from the corner of the door, just peeking through, uh, looking over at you, then looking over at Mr. Jem. Uh, she did it? Uh, I look at her. Terry, get out uh, here! And she'll jump, uh, a slight squeak of uh, a voice will come from behind the door, and she will very, very... Uh, slowly step outside um full deer in headlights uh she will step outside looking yeah i feel that man extremely I worried from mr jam over to you um normally i would ask for an insight role but 
It seems like this person is acting very differently. So I can roll if you want, but you, you are free to roll should you so desire. Well, I'll give her a hard stare. Um, very long. One, th one thing you will definitely notice in particular is the individual that you saw only maybe a couple minutes before uh, looked you directly in the eye. Not too bad. The first thing We've that Cherry just did. Uh, the moment that your they eyes came into contact, her eyes immediately shot down. Yeah. Uh, she seems to be. But there's only session two. So. Extremely worried. Someone who seems to have just woken up and seems to be someone who doesn't really know what's going on. This... Mr. Gems, uh, if I did anything, I, if I did anything, I'd, I swear I didn't do it. <laughs> this woman looked exactly like you, but I do not think it was you. You have a twin, perchance. No twins, sir. She'll put her hands up. Uh... The wrapping itself, the fabric begins to drop as she quickly grabs it with one hand, uh, but puts her hand out towards you. Uh, and then looking over at Mr. Jem in particular, then back. I promise I was, I was just sleeping. I, I was just, I don't know what's going on. I, Mr. Jem, please, I didn't do anything, I swear. And she's looking uh, directly over at Mr. Jem. Uh, she seems lost at this moment. Perhaps it was some sort of sorcery. Oh, she wasn't the one. I do not believe so, but the resemblance is striking. Right. Well, uh, Cherry, you gotta stay inside. I don't want to see any of you doing any business for the next few days. And she'll give a slight nod, uh, sheepishly look over towards the group, uh, catches your eye for a moment, Hyem, and quickly dashes inside the room. Uh, a slight talk a bustle of conversation could be heard inside, uh, but Mr. Jim will slowly turn towards you. Uh, if she did do this, I sincerely apologize. If she took anything, I will compensate you um, with all due respect. I am not wanting to be a hypocrite after my uh, act yesterday. Uh, I... She has never done anything like this before. I reiterate, I do not believe that it was her or that she did anything. But... Yeah, we got some spell cast. You should Which be aware is of good and isn't good. Your establishment... Because you kind of do need melee. Not secure, because... 
I guess I'm a I'm a hybrid spellcaster. Entered through meeting. my window. How she gained the second story is not clear to me. But as I say, if you guys can hear the music when Ivan sorcery talks, was involved, it's it's playing on my system too. Jinkin, but I guess it's just I'm really hard for, for you to hear it. He'll look down at the ledger that he was looking at before. Well, I could definitely put some protective measures around here. Gonna cost a bit. If you guys can get that line open to the north, hey, you I probably if you're able to play on Wednesday. Get a bit more business around, upgrade the place. So after that and he'll point towards uh you will notice uh as you look out there the crate itself is uh still smoking uh it seems that the residue and the constant uh land product of the counter rock still seems to ever burn within the ground ever since that business has been low had to make some Price cuts and well, had to keep the business running. So I apologize uh, greatly. Did not mean for this to happen. If you had time, yeah. Uh, I do not blame you. I simply, simply uh, taken aback, and I thought you should know. But thank you. The security issue. Uh, he will nod quickly, snap his fingers twice as you hear uh, the sound of cooking and the smells of fresh eggs and bacon and meats already filling the air. Uh, he calls out um, two of the shared plates and one of the premiums. And he'll shout that out uh, minutes later uh harry and lady flowers you get your standard yep. meal hayim go ahead and roll me a d6 for me six six you have six temporary hit points until your next long rest. Hayim is a PC. It's um okay. the guy with no stats. Uh, the the meal itself Ayim seems to be a lot more hearty, a lot more strengthened to help you in your day's travels compared to the Ayim more meager meal or... that your companions had. It seems uh, that the more expensive option of choosing a more expensive room has its benefits with the meal as well. No, there it is. Yeah. If uh, there's something basic, I mean, I'd love to have the six extra hit points, but um, I probably stay uh, away. From, I probably stay away from the bacon. Ah, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, if there's like any sort of like lentil, uh, they will provide help. you with what you want. Uh, however, it seems that uh, with this particular meal that you have been given, uh, there seem to be some more productive events. 
I mean, if you don't want that bacon, I'll take it from you. Mm. Oh, I, I'm sure they would love <laughs> the hit points as well. Oh, I just want the bacon. Um, Wait, the bacon comes with hit points. A meal know. comes with hit points. A meal does. <laughs> yeah, I'll move my plate over olive with the bacon on it. Yeah, I'll just grab it with the bacon. Oh, thank you. It is juicy. It is thick. It is very well tended compared to uh, the more thinner, crispier versions that you were given for your shared meal. Oh, Harry, this is amazing. You have to try it. Oh, like, you look up at Harry. You just bit. Like, I'm not going to decline. Like, I kind of wanted a piece in the first place, but uh, you took it all. So I will deal with whatever I'm allowed to be given. Yeah, I'll hand you the one I just bit. There, take it. Come on. It's so good. It's so... Oh, here. Come on. You don't have to, like, try to, like, push it on him. Like, immediately, as soon as it's operating, he, like, grabs it. Throws it in. The whole thing. Just all of it. Just stuffs it in. Uh, it is around this time as you're stuffing your face. It's, uh, a lot more of the... Yeah, basically. ...crowd has start to gather. Uh, Professor, you have returned to... Uh, the Mr. Jem and your group, minus Vannon, who still seems to be uh, resting within his room. Oh, hey, okay. Teach. Glad you could join us. Wasn't you that no called us earlier and then you left? Yeah, I just nod at him and I go to take a place at their table. I guess you're all sitting together? Eating breakfast? Mm -hmm. It was probably oh, no. the best bacon ever. And I'll look at, I'll just look at Hyam and, um, so I don't, that quite an interesting woman that was in your room. A um, woman, you say? You see both of Harry's ears perk up. One of I kind of lower my eyebrows raised. Jin. Uh, Not a woman. Yeah, she, I followed her. Hey, whatever, way you whatever way you swing, I'm not going to judge you. So I followed her into the alley, and it appears she has access to some sort of illusion or vis invisibility magic, because she just disappeared right in front of me. Um, I don't know what who, what kind of people you're involved with. I am what? not involved with anyone. Let me make myself very, very clear. This woman, the appearance of Cherry downstairs, she somehow rose up my window, opened the latch while I was asleep, and was sitting and watching me. When I became aware of her presence, I told her to leave, and she fled. She seems like she is capable of sorcery of various kinds. She herself said that she had invaded my dreams. This is a dangerous person. Person. 
sent her away? In a place like this, you gotta pay for that kind of stuff. <laughs> this sort of activity holds no interest for me. Hey, like like Bunny said, I'm not judging. You know, each their own. So it looks like this person from the. How do you know it's not her? It is a gut feeling, but. I am quite sure I am correct about this. Her mannerisms were entirely different. The other woman was confident. This one seemed lost. And they were dressed differently. Wait, so you're saying you don't think it's the same person? How good of a look of how good of a look at her did you get? It's possible she could have yeah. a. DM quickly. Do I have a? Do I get a sense of what direction those footprints, like the steps, ran off to, or just could have been anywhere? You get the general idea that the last time the footsteps you saw were heading towards the north, uh, heading towards the uh, the Guild Hall and further north towards the coast. Uh, but the pathway, the harder ground seemed to be hard to track through. And, I mean, just so then in general, she'd be hard pressed to make it back before I did? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, if, if you saw her moments ago, I said hi, I'm, um, then that's what you're saying is entirely possible. I don't think she was coming Woman in my room may be capable of many things. It is possible that they are the same person, but it is no matter because... Well, it might be. Do you know how many fingers she had? Whatever it is that she was after, she did not get. And Mr. Jem is aware of the security breach. Beyond this, I see no reason to pursue this any further. So you didn't get a look at her hands? I'm assuming I saw her hands. Uh, you did. You, yeah, you saw hands for a moment. She did show that she was unarmed, displaying her hands for a moment. She have five fingers on each hand? Uh, from what you saw, yes. She had all five fingers on her hands. Darn. Okay. Yeah. I fingers each hand. All right. Fair enough. Just a question. But hey, if we're ready, I say we go to the go to the mine. Um, oh, well, um, that is need to see one it. thing I would like to do prior to prior to uh, departure. All right. It's not gonna take too long, is it? Cause I want to get going. <sighs> I hope not. 
So you are wishing to go to Benin? Um, uh, I don't know what old IMS something needs to do too, I think. Aside from that? Two things. Day is yours. Um, let us nice. see Benin. Okay. Wait, do we all have to go? Um, that's the thing. Yeah. It just sent a very general message. I don't know if it was to me specifically or for all of us. Just said he wanted to see me, I guess. Was it what was the message? Was it plural or singular when he asked to come see him? He asked for the group, but you are free to go as okay. individuals. He said that he had something for your safety. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he just said he had something for our safety. Just a very general message. Probably wants to see all of us. Ooh, mysterious. All right, I'll go. You coming, Bunny? Well, I mean, that's what uh, we're here for, right? Yep, let's go. And I'll start pulling you up. I, I, As I get up, I grab whatever bit of bacon and or food <laughs> may remain on my plate and try to eat with it. Oh, I uh, left my plate spotless. <laughs> as you grasp for uh, the bacon that was on your plate compared to Hyeem's, you can't help but notice the dryness and the almost jerky-like taste compared to the more juicy and thicker bacon from the more premium plates. Is there any um, more bacon left on Hyeem's plate? No, I took it and ate it all. Other than the one piece I gave you. Uh, but you I call dibs next time. There is a next time. Uh, you guys can make your way out of the tavern. However, you hear a sudden uh, a grunt of sounds and a clear sound of uh, Vanin releasing a more uh, potent and alcoholic breakfast and dinner uh, from the night before. Clearly, uh, his stomach is not used to the more rougher What's and, my uh, axe uh, weapon right now? It's my longsword. Meals compared to his more luxurious lifestyle. I'm debating if I want to go like polearm once oh, I get. But it seems that he will be out of commission for today's events. But right now it's. Uh, my so that essentially the whole uh, room heard it? Like everyone heard him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is a clear distinction throughout everyone eating that there is just a full on just. And just throughout the like a muffled sound as if he's almost trying to make it obvious that he's not able to come out of his room at the time being okay um you will make your way out of the lonely sonnets uh you will see that there is a gathering of multiple squadrons of miners uh a few uh particular individual still uh, researching and taking notes of the large crater. However, you can see slowly the foundations of a new warehouse is being made on the other side of the road.
you guys will make your way past the general store, which is currently closed. The door is closed. The shutters are down. Uh, and the door itself, a sign can be seen saying out for breakfast back in 15. You will notice as you make your way over to the Frontiers Guild Hall, um, a few individuals, uh, other adventurers yeah, and guards with the using makeshift militia of the town are already getting their own breakfast in. Yeah. Uh, you will see a it's familiar kind of face. Difficult to have a polearm on a cobalt. Looking over in your direction. But for flavor, the blonde hair. <clears throat> Uh, should I say the red hair of Freya? Looking down, the halfling, uh, the gnomish figure will give a slight smile to those, however, will give a more stern look towards you, Professor. I assume so, yeah, okay. Uh, but she will notice you all stepping in, give a slight nudge of her head to beckon you all up, and will make her way inside. Uh, been in his office. And good morning to you, lady. Give it a uh, slight nod. You, you do not get a response from her as she steps inside. Uh, however, should you decide to go upstairs, you will see uh, Benin at his desk and Freya who seems to be playing with a small uh, bluish like I mean, gemstone a lot of people go fingers, uh flipping it a lot between more people go as if or coin but will yeah. look up in your general oh, direction as you enter Benin uh, <laughs> will have his eyes looking down towards the large stacks of papers that cover his, his desk uh, a small flickering candlelight could be seen in a lantern that seems to gently float above his desk. Uh, you will see no particular change as of yesterday. However, there does seem to be one thing of notice that uh, Professor Branwich will recognize which is the uh, leather armor that was uh, in the general store earlier is now resting on the edge of the desk. <laughs> um, I'm just going to, for the most part, try to not acknowledge it and just like act like I'm just kind of glancing around the room nonchalantly. I would recognize that as the armor, right? Well, <laughs> uh, you would, yes, you would recognize this as the armor that was half hanging from one of the, uh, one of the mannequins that was within the general store. And I'm sorry, did Freya stay in here or did she leave? Uh, she is currently sitting at the side of Benin's desk gotcha. and you will notice that she has both her, she has her eyes directly on the professor <laughs> at this moment in time. <laughs> Uh, but you will notice also the bluish gemstone still uh, flipping between her fingers. Noted. She will 
clear her throat to get uh, the old gnome's attention as he will look up and just, oh, it is good to see that you have all arrived. Ah, I can't help but notice there is one less of you. Yes, I fear he had a little bit too much fun last night. Oh, as it is for many sailors who get off the islands, it is to find their lungs as drunk as the oceans, I see. Ah, yes. Now, on to the matters of earlier. Ah, it seems, according to my daughter, Freya, here, and she, he will uh, point over to Freya, who will wave her fingers over at Branich, a slight smile on her face. He informed me that a little procurement happened yesterday. Should you need resources in the future, oh, yeah, no, it really is good. usually best to ask before taking. Uh, yeah, yes, of course. He will narrow his eyes towards you, uh, Adwin, as you speak, uh, as if indicating the one who seems to be guilty of this. <laughs> you don't have to worry. I've spoken with my colleague. I apologize. Oh, it is no worry of mine, for it is more the worry of your compatriot. Oh, you see, ah, my daughter has uh, particular arcane abilities that allow her to create uh, the instruments of particular magical intent of our future. I would think it would be wise not to interfere with her workings from now on. I'll whisper over to Harry, or do you have any idea what he just said? He will continue as if not hearing your words and just look over in your general direction. I do hope that you have gotten yourselves fed and are ready for your adventures. You see, we have recently had reports that one of the mining squads who did reach the new mine has been trapped and is being chased. Ah, it is sad to report that they are still a day's travel from here. But it seems that they are being followed by these insect-like creatures. Who delivered these ports to you? Uh, you'll see Freya raise her hands. Give a slight wave. Uh, I believe that is where I come into the question. You see, um, with my innate arcane talents and little knowish gnome how, I am able to create some minute magical items for the time being. Therefore, uh, this, and she'll raise the bluish gemstone. That's awesome. 
uh, is something of newer creation that I have made in the last few uh, months. This is a beacon stone. Uh, it allows me to see a particular individual's location uh, should they decide to send out the beacon. And usually I only give these to squadrons that, or scouts that are intending to uh, scour the lands. And should they find themselves in danger, well, they send off the beacon and I know where to send the adventurers. Sadly, this particular squadron has been unaware of the recent uh, issues with our town due to the explosive measures across the street. Therefore, they have been uninformed as to the fact that we don't have any resources to help them. Interesting. Is it possible for me to see? Uh, well, speaking of which, and she'll Maybe jump she's off an enchanter. the desk, an walking over towards you, Haim, and placing the gem in your hand. I think you should keep an eye on this for the time being. If you need to be found, speak the name that it will give you, and, well, I'll know where you are. I'll try and send help if I can, if we have the resources, but it's got a finite amount of uses. Understood. And... Thank you. Uh, you're free to inspect it, but it's merely just a... Uh, it's kind of like um, an, an alarm spell of sorts. Uh, whenever you trigger it, it's like a thing in the back of the head. I'll know where it is, and I will do my best to try and get people there, but if you're too far out, then there's not much I can do. However, the location that you are looking for is directly to the northwest of this location, uh, going directly towards the second mine. Uh, second mine is perhaps maybe a day, two days travel from here. I'm not entirely sure how many of the squadron is still alive, but I'd highly appreciate it if you could get it back. That's why we showed uh, yesterday. She'll look over as uh, Benin will smile and uh, clear his throat. Ah, yes. I am offering uh, a good amount of money should you return these individuals alive. That is good if you return them, but I would not Risk your own lives for our bodies, given the situation. What good are they you dead? My point exactly. At which you can see Freya give a slight 
a hint of pain at the suggestion, but she uh, gives a slight nod. Your lives are a little more important, but yes, uh, Benin has agreed that 25 gold pieces per minor returned should be uh, an adequate amount for the time being. Should you need to use the beacon stone, I believe it only has one charge. So, use it wisely. Hey, here's hoping we find the whole team, right? She gives you a smile, yet the eyes give a different story. Yes. Of course. She'll look over at the group, give a slight hint of a nod towards Branich. Hello, I didn't Vic. know your wizard's pipes mm -hmm. were ones for armor. Sorry, what was that? I didn't know your wizard types were one for armor. Uh, I mean, it helps. It just kind of seems like we're going to a situation where I might get hit with something. Better safe than sorry. I think maybe they have like something called like some like mage armor of some sort. Yeah, wouldn't having all those uh, plates be a little clunky in your uh, your movement of your hands? <laughs> uh, not as much as you might think. Yeah. It's only leather, so I don't think it's too I confining. Mean, it's, not talking about full plate here. How much? money do you have professor uh i am currently strapped for funds i have i have nothing as far as money goes should i loan this particular piece of armor to you for the time being i wouldn't be struggling to get my money back now would i no, assuming I don't die. Um, don't oh, worry, I'm sure. Die, I'll give you your armor back. Thank you, dear. Of course. Resources are short. Anything helps. She'll just turn towards you, Adwin. Yeah, Smile returning Adwin. slightly. It's on loan for the time being. Don't get yourself killed. We need people like you, even if you are a bit more of the roguish type. She'll give you a more stern look. Just don't take anything again. I don't want my father to make any particular deals to get you home. I will vouch for their return. You have nothing to worry about for me going forward. Appreciate uh, the loan of the armor. She will step to the side. Give a nod to the group. I have my business to attend to. Don't work yourself too hard, father. She will make her way out of the room. I have uh, quick actually, before, before she leaves. I want her to hear this. I say, 
I have one final question. Is there a place in this town where one might cure an ass? Uh, she will stop at the midst part of the stairs uh, to hear the question. Uh, you'll notice that Benin has essentially gone back to his paperwork. His attention has gone from the group as if expelling the conversation and already going back to his paperwork, yet she will slowly uh, come back up the stairs. Uh, an ass, as in a mule of sorts? Uh, you are talking That's of... Funny. Yes, the creature. You're not exactly looking for one of the ladies next door. Or from it. I don't know, based on what he said this morning. Looks like we found one. She will Level. stop for a moment, take a look over at flowers, look over at you, shake her head. Um, for the means of mounts, uh, horses, no. We still need uh, a fair amount of shipment for us to acquire those. Uh, mules, however, it's we we can order one. It it might take a it might take some time. So, the answer is no. The time or... being, no. I could order one within the week. Uh, they they would have to draft it over from Winspear, but yes, uh, we we can get a mule. Were you wishing to procure one today? Ah, uh, you could check. Uh. You can check Lespin. Uh, he he might have some leftover beasts of burden over at the crater uh, from leftover merchants and poor souls that might have gotten blasted. Uh, you, you can check. Uh, he's a... Well, and she'll look over at flowers. Obsidian like his skin, a thinner individual, lighter hair. Uh, oh. Where a where's a darker jacket of sorts? Um, he he's usually where he's usually standing uh, near the warehouse uh, foundations. He he might have a mule, perhaps for sale, but I don't think they would have one available. For sale, it's fine. Uh, yes, he will probably be over near the foundations. Uh, you could talk to the miners. He's usually in charge of the uh, mining project and the uh, project of the uh, Cannon Rock carriage that we were currently in the process of. Thank you. I will consult with him.
I turned to leave. Okay. Uh, you make your way out. You see a few of the other uh, militia and guards are also beginning to make their way out. The sun has risen to a full morning glance. And you see the pillars of smoke rising on the other side of the street of respite. Uh, you can go ahead, Hyene, to uh, add to your inventory one beacon stone. Uh, it is a small marble-like uh, blue gem. Uh, cylindrical, uh, no, uh, spherical in nature, uh, almost smooth to the touch, but there seems to be uh, small chippings of uh, finer handcraft uh, that you can see along the edging of the gem, and within it you can see a rune of gnomish uh, enchantment that seems to be imprinted within the gem itself. And it gives a slight vibration within your palm. All right, I put it away and then head toward the crater. Okay. All right, I'll be following. We'll be, I'll be following behind them. Yeah, let's go. Okay. You see the gathering of miners. Uh, you notice a few individuals, some with brighter coats than others, uh, some with clipboards, others kneeling down, gathering samples of the dirt. Others are slowly begin to work on small parts of some mechanical monstrosity that seems to even uh, damper some of your own intelligence of the pure complexity of some of these machines. Uh, you see mostly uh, a gathering of smithies to the outskirts. Uh, you see mostly dragonborn individuals are working with smiths, while uh, more dwarven individuals seem to make up the mining uh, quadrant, so to speak, uh, and most of which are funneling and lining back and forth from a larger mine that you can see embedded into a uh, large outcropping of stone that seems to rise out from the ground itself. Uh, you can see multiple individuals are slowly uh, moving back and forth. Some are still waking up, yet uh, one individual does seem to stand out. Uh, dark obsidian-like skin, a pale grayish hair that seems to be pulled back in a bun. Uh, a dark black cloak, uh, almost like a sailor's like jacket that seems to be poofed out in the back. Uh, a pair of white leggings that seem to uh, hug his figure tightly, but you see there standing um, this individual who seems to be speaking with a smaller group of uh, white-coated individuals uh, from a distance. All right, I will approach him. 
you approach and you can hear the conversation uh, slowly begin to filter out as you approach. Uh, mostly the other individuals in the white coats begin to rise their gaze towards you. However, you can hear uh, the darker skinned individual uh, speaking. Uh, we need to continue our research into the cannon rock itself. The innate uh, ground needs to be uh, procured and salvaged, researched and continued to uh, gather for the condensation and the materialization of the compound that we will use to uh, build the carriage within and you and he will filter out slowly turning towards you ah uh, can i help you i do not recognize your faces i am new here uh Haim, my name and I am looking for a lesbian. That that is I. Uh, I am. Uh, yes. Sorry, uh, sorry, real quick. You said he was light hair and dark black skin. Uh, Lady Flowers, you do recognize this particular race of individual. This is quite clearly a drow. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be less. I'm gonna be try more shy and hide myself as best I can, like, from direct contact with them. Uh, a lot of you will notice this. Uh, usually the more confident fla uh, Flowers is now stepping back. Um, the pupils dilate slightly. Heads down, uh, so my brim covers my face. This is definitely strange for Harry to see. You and L. But, uh, I am a. I have elvish ears, yeah. Okay. Light blue skin, white hair. Above board, I'm a half drow. Oh. Uh, you will notice that Lesbian does not uh, pay attention towards you in particular, Flowers. Uh, he seems to be directly focused towards Haim. Um, Lesbian will smile uh, slightly. Ah, yes. Um, I am the lead uh, researcher and lead uh, architect of and designer of this project for the time being. Uh, my name is uh, Lesbian Strixford. Good to see you, uh, Hayim. Uh, yes. Were you wishing to uh, look into the research further? We have been working quite a fair amount if you are looking towards the compound. No. Uh, what I am looking for is actually quite a bit simpler. Oh, Freya gave me to understand that you may have a mule or a donkey for sale. Yeah, yes. Heading to the second mine, and uh, it 
would be good to have a beast of burden. Ah, of course, of course. Yes, of course, my dear Hyen. Uh, I would be glad to give you uh, such a mule if I had one in my possession. Um, give me one moment, and he will turn around, uh, quickly dimis- dismissing the white-coated individuals, and will quickly uh, head inside the foundations of the building that you can see is already being made. Uh, Taking a quick glance around, you can see that there are multiple beasts of burden that are currently being used. Uh, there are a fair amount of draft horses, uh, a fair amount of mules that you can be that you can see. Um, you can also see what seems to be a dual-headed bison of sorts, uh, slowly pulling a very heavy metal-looking cart that has massive amounts of this uh, resource that you know it as cannon rock that's stacked within the cart itself. Uh, The uh, thinner individual slowly come back uh, with a thinner-looking gray-haired mule that Seems to be a little shorter than some of the others, uh, but seems to be relatively healthy. Um, we we do have this one here. He seems to be a little, well, argumentative, uh, hard to hard to tame. Um, I will uh, look him over. I'll. Uh, you will see um, the individual that is holding the mule is having a slight strain to it. Uh, the mule itself, uh, a grayish complexion going over the entire body, uh, splotches of dark black can be seen around uh, the back, the outcropping along the mane uh, of its nape is of a brighter grayish color. Uh, it seems to be an adult of sorts, but seems to be smaller in physicality. Uh, could probably pull a cart of maybe six or so individuals, but doesn't seem to be one for larger loads, if that's what you're looking for. Um, I'm not looking for... The donkey to pull a cart. I just have, well, mostly just tents and camping equipment. Figure this is something that he should be able to handle. But yeah, I'll I'll look him over. I'll make sure that he is strong. Uh, you know, sturdy on his legs. Uh, go go ahead go. and give me an insight check. Actually, um, or if you want, you can go ahead and give me a medicine check. I do have animal handling. If that's worth anything. Uh, 
sure, I can allow you to get, add your proficiency to the role should you decide to do so. And actually, as I walk around him, I will reach out my hand and I will put it at the base of his neck and kind of stroke his uh, mane gently and cast speak with animals um okay you cast speak with animals the individual that's holding uh the mule is still holding tight as you approach the mule itself begins to back away the eyes growing wide towards you you see the lips pull back showing the teeth uh and you can hear the sudden uh, whinnying of the mule uh, sh bucking out. Let's see, the teeth look they, healthy when he shows them. Uh, the teeth look healthy. Right. With a thirteen, uh, you see the legs, the back legs swing out in your general direction. You quickly step back to move out the way, but it seems uh, this what particular mule is very uh, tense at the moment. As you cast the spell, the connection with you and the mule itself is bonded, and you can hear uh, the voice essentially uh, shouting out, No, not again, not again, please. No, please. I greatly appreciate it if you did not do this to me. I, I liked my last master, and I'd like to be free. Please, can you not? Do this to me again. I do not wish to have another person take care of me, damn it. Easy, easy. What, what is, is what what is your name? What did the, what the, he will slowly turn his head towards you. The uh resistance stops as he looks in your general direction as if this is the first time it seems that someone's actually understood him. It's Minigard. <laughs> can I? He's can a I, good boy. Can, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Do you have a name? You can hear me. Uh, yeah, yes, of, yes, of course. Of course I have a name. Of course I have a name. Of course. Uh, did the, you, you can hear me. That is... That is <laughs> That's ridiculously fantastic. Uh, my name, yes, right, my name, my name, my name. My name is Pad. Pa bad. Pad. Uh, uh, pa pad, Pad, my name is Pad. What is your name? My name is Haim Pad. Ha Haim. Do, do, do all of your kind speak to donkeys? It is a secret passed down within the family. Yes. Do you can speak to me from now on? I can speak to you from now on. I have been needing a conversation for so fucking long, and no one's ever heard me or wanted to talk to me. 
It's been lonely as hell just dragging a car for years and no one to talk to, I... I promise you two things. First, you will not be dragging a cart. Second, I can... No, you will not. I can speak to you whenever you wish. So what do you want me to do? We are heading out to the rough, the second mine. They do. Second mine? Some... Yes. Do need the one some... to the northwest. Yes. This donkey knows directions. Do need some camping equipment transported. Uh, I know where the second mine is. I do know where it is. Uh, it, it was where we lost my master. That was where we lost him, yes. It was a shame. Oh. He was nice to me. But if you, if I'm not pushing a cart anymore, we can get there faster. And if... Can... In that case, oh. we, we have a common purpose. Yes, and if we can talk on the way there, it would mean that we get there faster. Yes. I like the sound of this. It seems to be quite fun. You you I... can't help but notice um, Lesbian seems to be giving you a very distinctful eye, uh, almost impressed by the mere fact that you are taming this very uh, previously very uh, rebellious beast is now looking directly at you seemingly very well tame. Uh, you can go ahead and roll a animal handling check with advantage real quick for me, please. By the way, was that all out loud or mental? Uh, I was... I'm curious how speak with animals works. Like, do we hear him speaking common to the animal, or is he speaking animal to it? Uh, Hayim. I was probably to... speaking common to him. Uh, Hayim would be speaking in general actually, conversation. Uh, yeah. oh, go ahead. Was probably speaking, uh, whatever it's called, Elishite. Hmm. I mean, it was it was a recognizable language. Right. Uh, it would be nodding in return. Uh, the. It would seem that there was some sort of conversation uh, between the pair. And as you reach out once again, Hyene, uh, you can see him lean away at first, but seems to give in to uh, the scratches underneath the chin. Uh, however, it seems to slowly step forwards. Uh, the individual holding the uh, reins, the rope itself will loosen its handy over towards you uh, as Lesbian will smile slightly. Ah, very well done. Very well done indeed. So, uh, the procurement of this mule will cost you around about eight gold pieces. I will... 
loosen my money pouch, count out eight gold pieces, and hand it right to him. Uh, he will take the gold, stash it into his pocket. Pleasure doing the business with you. Now, was there anything else uh, you needed? Uh, as you can see, we are quite the busy lot. For today, uh, this is it. I will go and load up bad. Uh, if any of you have any business with lesbian, feel free. Uh, I will come and see you when we are ready to go. Um, I kind of approach you, um, visibly, like, uh, straining to carry the weight of the leather armor I just got. Um, out of character, I'm straight up over-encumbered now, I just noticed. Um, I'm definitely over-encumbered, that's why I bought this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, would you mind if I, could I secure my backpack to the mule, if you don't mind, when you get a chance? Sure. Come with me back to the inn, and uh, we will load up. Okay. I have some rope if need be, too. I'll help. So, for the time uh, being, uh, Hayim, I'm going to give you uh, a character sheet for a pad, essentially. Because he is someone that you might need to take care of. Yes. Just uh, might. That's how a DM just introduces might. the BBEG. <laughs> Pad the donkey is actually Pad. the big bad. Why does Pad have 39 strength? That it seems knows, odd. It knows directions. Like, come on. And, can, and has object permanence. Like, it's probably smarter than me. <laughs> Wait a minute, does it know power or kill? What? <laughs> this is a weird this is... fog coming in. <laughs> Not a podcast. Everyone can contribute in their own way. Everybody's going to get a participation prize once we get to the mine. Uh, oh, you yeah. currently do have a mule by the name of Pad. And he will uh, yes. continue to talk with you until the spell fades. Right. Yeah. Of course, I yeah, I don't pronounce peas, so he's gonna ah. be bad, bad the ass. <laughs> um. Perfect. Do you turn and move from the crater, or does anyone have business? Yeah, I'll go back. I'm actually going to step away for a couple of minutes, so I'm just headed back to the end to load all the stuff, okay. which is hopefully, hopefully still back at the room. Uh, I'll go with them. Okay. Uh, flowers. You will distinctly notice as you look back towards Lesbian, your eyes make contact for a moment and you can't help but feel a slight hint of a smile rising across the corner of his lips 
Yeah, as soon as I notice that he notices, I turn away and look down at my feet. You walk. You look down, flowers. And you can't help but notice something. Your blade is dripping. Uh, my breathing starts to get heavier. You can't help but notice as you walk along the desert path, the sand beneath your feet. Uh, the figures ahead of you, your new companions. Your breathing gets heavy. You look down, your blade holstered at your side. You can't help but notice that at the very top of the scabbard, another drip of crimson could be seen pooling from the blade. I'm going to take, just kind of grasp it slightly and then pull it out of the sheath just slightly. Is there any coming from the blade at all? Um, the moment that your hand rests upon the handle, you can't help but feel a bristle a rising of hair along the back of your neck and a familiar cackling sound could be seen rising from that blade in the back of your mind. <laughs> Do you draw it? Would I passively see this? You look back and would notice uh, Olive has stopped moving, looking down towards her sheathed blade, the eyes resting upon the, the handle. But there does not seem to be any uh, any change. She just seems to be looking directly down at her blade. After about um. what feels like forever, but probably more like five seconds, I just wipe the blood off the top um, and then release it. But I lick the blood from my hand. And with that, I'm actually going to use Fiendish Vigor <clears throat> to cast False Life. sheaves, the sting and the iron taste of the blood slowly soothes and rushes down your throat. You feel a slight hitch of your senses heightened for only a moment. I'll look up and I'll see Harry looking at me, I guess. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get you an accurate face here. 
you on your end harry at the moment it seems that lady flowers olive reached down towards the hem of her blade where nothing was reached up with a thumb where nothing could be seen drew her thumb across her tongue and then made eye contact Um, yes, Bunny. Something the matter. You just kind of see a look of confusion. Like, across the face, just like, what? And then with a quick pace, I'll kind of walk past him and be like, come on now, you don't want to be left out here all alone. You have a mind to go to. I was about to say the same to you. And I'm just walking past, trying to catch up to the rest of the group with a you, new life in my step. You gather up. Harry, I'm guessing you join the group as well. I kind of like stand still just staring at flowers for a moment. Have I seen them do anything like this before? I would say probably not anything like that. And then I kind of, I kind of like look confused, shiver a little bit, and then kind of jog to catch up real quick. You have seen me act differently from one moment to another, but nothing, but not in the actions that I just took. Is there anything anyone would like to do before we take our break? No, I figure we're collecting his stuff at the end and then heading out towards mine too. Okay. Sounds good. So we will go ahead and take a five to 10 minute break. Uh, If you are wishing to do something before, uh, you guys will be heading out of town when we come back. You don't cast Magic Missile at the DM. <laughs> Was that supposed to be private message to the DM? Because then that's weird that I can see it. Oh, it's because yeah. you're you're technically the DM on. Oh, you're doing it to your DM of D and D Beyond. Beyond not yeah, I, I was messing with the rolling options here, quick. Gotcha. That makes sense. You know what? Technically, it was at you. I wonder if I can change that. I mean, I see it as well. So. Wait, you see it as well? Yeah, and there's no excuse for me to see that eleven magic hit. Yeah, there's no reason you should see that. It would be very scary if I was the only one that didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) When the player just suddenly attacks the fourth wall, and even the fourth wall doesn't know. Suddenly he deals 11 damage to the GM. Boof! Oh shit, what the fuck did that come from? So it's not, there's no point in ever... 
anything you want to do to the DM has to be done directly through roll 20. Roll 20, okay. Yeah, like... I've got no shit <laughs> set up on roll to fuck. Like, Fish. slash DM, roll 1d20. What was it? Oh, shoot, what was it? What's the DM? Isn't there a way to roll directly to DM? Yeah, you just... Yeah, right here, you click uh, here. I think I can GM, do it right here. GM, d20. Did anyone else see that? Rob, did you see that? Uh, let's see. Okay, and roll 20. Uh, I saw that, yeah. Did anyone else see that? No. 20 roll register? Okay. Like yeah, you, you just click on the... You click on the dice and then hit the GM button. Yeah. The top left corner, the d20 dice. The yep. Bar and then hit the GM. Yeah, I don't know jack diddly about roll 20 stuff. There's a really cool feature as a as a GM on roll 20 where you there was some sort of key combination where you can change everybody's screen uh like viewing to whatever you want to show up to like a jump to cut almost. Oh, yeah. I I know how to do that. Yeah, I was trying to do it two Sundays ago, but it wasn't working. I couldn't find the command for it. But I thought that was really cool. All right. Now I need to make a token for pad. <laughs> oh yeah, no, in my Sunday game they got a they got a hadrosaur and called it Hattie. And so I had to get a freaking and they used it as a pack mule. I'm like, great, now I gotta give him a dinosaur token. I even took and took Hattie Hattington's hat and put it on top of the Hadrosaurus and then post that in our uh... Meme channel. Yep. All right, I am going to take a quick break before it runs out. <clears throat> okay.
Welcome back. Don't worry, Adwin. If you die, I'll bring her back her armor and your head as a trophy. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Very nice of <laughs> me to do that for. Friends are four. For anyone who didn't know, that's the music that's playing on Roll20. Figured. using speakers. As you can tell, it's Hayim. Hayim. Is everyone else wearing headphones? Yes. It seems to be getting piped in through me. I could find one. Are you getting feedback or echo from me? We just hear the music through your speakers. It happens from time to time with your mic, especially when there's not a lot of talking or something. Well, if it gets annoying, I'll get my headphones. play this new kobold. Uh, since you read about them a few weeks ago. We had battle music for the game. It's getting intense. Yeah, that's what's playing on Roll20 right now, if you guys don't have your sound on through Roll20. It's been playing oh. since the start of the game. I do not. You can just get Bartholomew killed. I do need to. I do need to talk. Um, 
I do need to talk to Dan at some point. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're all here. Okay. So, I would from like our that. break, I would. everyone is slowly returning towards the lonely sonnet uh, with your new pad. Yes, uh, now slowly walking alongside you. I'll help Hyam uh, secure everything to the the ass. <laughs> uh, it will take a little bit of coaxing from Hyam more than uh, anything. Uh, as you try and put your belongings on him, however, with a little bit of uh, kind wording, uh, you can convince uh, yeah, him to take up on some of the others' belongings as well. All right. I will load a tent, a shovel, my pack. And a hunting trap. Hopefully you can all hear him. Hey. him. Let me know if he's too low, but I gotta turn him down. I mean, if it matters, uh, if you keep track of weight, my pack is 59 pounds that I'm loading on. Yes. Um, so, pad can carry up to around about 120 pounds of belongings. Ooh. Okay. Let's kind of cut it close. Should I leave? Uh, I can leave some stuff in my room or in the care of the innkeeper or possibly Benin because I don't need like everything in my pack and just take like my bedroll and some rations and such. That now that you've had a closer look at him, Hayim, you can notice that Pad I'm a is. Quiet. I mean, I can turn myself uh, up. a little older. Yeah, I'll just turn myself uh, way up. He seems to be on the adult that way I'm side. Super loud. Looking at maybe the later adult side <laughs> and he seems to have been a bit more of a weathered uh, mule so not as capable as many of the others but does seem to carry his own weight well let's see what I got the pack is 54 the tent is 20 that's better for you the shovel is 5 right that's 79. And the trap is 25. Yeah, those hunting traps are heavy as shit. Yeah, so that's 104, which I guess leaves them another 16 pounds. Alright, so yeah, I'm gonna have to leave some stuff. Or, well, well, no, I'm, uh, I guess with my backpack, I only need to dump, like, 10 pounds. Um, so can I just toss my bedroll on him for 7 pounds? I should be good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he will take it. Yeah, I'll put my. I'll make a note that it's on. What, what's the pad? Is his name? Uh, yes, P A D. Okay. I'll note that. Um, Hayim, you have control of his character sheet. Uh, he will not exactly fight. Uh, he will keep your belongings safe, keep uh, 
himself the side of any interactions you might get yourselves into. Uh, he will defend himself should he need to, but that's the most he'd do combat-wise. Right. Um, I'll see if I can pick up some carrots or turnips from hmm. Mr. Jem. Uh, Mr. Jem will gladly uh, give you around about a bundle of ten carrots for around about five silver. Alright. I will pay him. Alright. Uh, are you just wanting the, the one bundle or you're, you're just sticking, you want to get more? Well, let us say two bundles. Be one gold. You'll bring up the two bundles of carrots, place them down. Uh, they'll be the same as rations for Pad. One right. will be need to be used per day of travel. How much do they weigh? <laughs> uh, a full bundle will weigh around about two or so pounds. All right. So four bundles. It'll be two pounds. Or two bundles will be four pounds. Yes. Uh, by the time that you've returned from the crater, uh, the general store is open. Freya is at the front counter uh, reading her book like the day before. I think I got my notes wrong. You said the m second mine is more than a day away? Yes, it is around about a day and a half away. Gotcha. By foot travel. Alright, I'll probably need some rations then. I don't ten. have any. I've got 10. Yeah. I can spare a couple if you need them. Oh, well, if you were to be so kind. I mean, I did save your life. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if it's only a day and a half away, I mean, 10 will be plenty for both of us. Such a gentleman. I'm going to look everyone over just to see what they're wearing. And if it's climate appropriate, most importantly, looking for people to have hats or some sort of head covering. I've got like a uh, grayish uh, tri-tip hat. Yeah, you would see that... I am pretty well dressed for the climate. Mo most of my skin is covered, but lightweight clothing with a hat that covers uh, a wide brow, a wide brim. Uh, the only thing that would be off is the uh, half cloak. But other than that. What about uh, Harry? 
Harry, you alive? He just said heat stroke. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, there he is. I was a little zoned out there. I was worried about other things. How are you dressed? Um, kind of in a duster, not too heavy, not too light, like not super light, but not too heavy either. Um, maybe like a collared shirt with a duster. I would have on. But I do have, you know, a natural fur layer, so that probably helps with heat. Well, I don't know an awful lot about bunnies. So <laughs> I will leave you be. So the only thing we have left to decide is what to do about Venom. I mean, we could just, I could leave a message for him uh, with Jem, was it? PM? The barcape? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Jem, yes. Mr. Jem, yeah, that where we're going and to catch up when he feels better? I would think this would pass within the day. Rescuing the miners is something that needs to be done quickly. You know, he's probably going to yeah, do no, it, too. Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, we leave now, and I'll just leave That's a message point. with Mr. Jam to have Venom follow there's us. A very good, a there's a very good chance he'll do it, just I'm to sorry. do it. But, on the other hand, Guarantee. traveling through the desert alone... A bit foolhardy. Probably a good point. Um, Juicy V, come with us, but just take it easy and don't get involved with anything. Kind of be there. I'm not gonna carry him. Yeah, well, kind of a question to DM. Like, is there any way we can? Uh, we just that's be, like, completely up to you. Maybe take him then, right? Okay. Uh, you come up to the door. Uh, the door is closed, but you can hear uh, when you put your ear to the door the distinct full sounds of snoring. Um, you try the door and the door is locked. Huh. Um, I don't know. Should we just let him sleep then? Do you want to want to wake him up? I say let him sleep and leave a note. Let him know where we went and catch up. Otherwise, just... he's just going to slow us down, Haim. Agreed. Just indicate in your note that he should not travel by himself. Okay. I'll Perhaps go down to the bar. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. We will be back before he recovers fully. Could be. Hmm. Well, hurry up and leave a note, Professor. You should have some paper, I bet. 
I would. I don't. I'll go down to the bar to speak with uh, Mr. Gem. It's in your pack. Just average, like that, like the bedroll, mess kit, rations, yes. like very basic starter stuff. It's an explorer's pack, not a scholar's pack. Yeah, I I specifically got an explorer's pack. Okay. I was shopping. So no, I don't like honestly. I prob I'm gonna need uh, riding implements fairly soon. Um, yeah, my my gear is very basic. Like, I didn't have a lot of money to play with. Can write in the sand. Hmm. The most I mean, beautiful. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps Mister Jeb will have a quill and some ink and a piece of paper to leave a note. Okay. You quickly write onto the door, using it as a surface to write down your letter. Okay. Um, you slip it under the door. Wait a few seconds. There doesn't seem to be any sign of the individual. Uh, rising from his bed and taking notes of the note, but you hope that he will get it as soon as possible. Okay. But I specifically mentioned don't travel alone. <clears throat> I would hope. Uh, yes. Okay. You make sure to put uh, down at the bottom and strike it twice to not travel alone. Okay. Oh, uh, you you leave him to his sleep. Take way out. Uh, do you still leave the notes to uh, Mr. Jem? Keep an eye out for him. I was no, I was just gonna leave the note for him with Mr. Jem. But yeah, now it's under his door. Now we're good. Okay. I think everything will be okay. All right. So, unless anyone has anything to do within respite, you guys make your way out the northern side, following the path towards the northwest. Now, I need someone to take the lead of this. As someone I would recommend with survival. I'll take the lead. Not me. That is why I'm here. <laughs> All right, good deal. Our guide is here. You and your right. nice ass. <laughs> uh, go ahead and. Oh, you're so interested in my ass. <laughs> Sorry, he's a such a fine specimen. Body. I can't help but stare. All right, so yeah, I'll um, as we head out of town, I'll look up at the sun, um, try to get a general sense of the weather is likely to be next okay. twenty-four hours, um, and then just kind of take in the landscape, see how familiar it feels to me. What kind of desert is it? Is it more like Arizona, or is it more like? Saudi Arabia. It is very fine sand outside of the hardened path that seems to be naturally built uh, within the ground. Uh, it seems that apart from the uh, hard ground 
that has been made by uh, the constant use of footsteps. Uh, it's very fine sand, very easy to uh, fall if not on the uh, appropriate path. You can see uh, the horizon itself curves apart from the large gargantuan mountain in the distance. Um, there seems to be very little signs of landmarks or uh, human or man-made creation outside of the town of Respite that you can see. Uh, however, the sun in the sky and the clouds do give a certain direction of the wind above, although you do not feel it. Uh, you do feel the heat of the direct sun. It is nothing that you think could be uh, detrimental or hazardous uh, in your current state, but you are not entirely sure if that is the case for uh, unclaimed lands, undiscovered lands. And you think for the time being, this can be quite an easy thing to trek. Uh, however, wildlife and the unknown can be uh, rather cruel mistresses at times. Fair enough. But <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> this terrain feels fairly familiar. I mean, not this particular terrain, but this type mm. of terrain. So, okay. I will say, do not stray from the bath. Wasn't planning on it. You lead the way. I'd get myself lost out here for sure. It might also be a good idea to cover your mouth in case there's a sandstorm. Protect, protect your mouth, protect your face. I will kind of like wind a piece of turban around the lower half of my face. My incredibly large collar that goes up past my cheeks, I can, I button up and put it in front of my mouth. I already got that covered. Good. I don't know about the rest um, of them. Are my ears long enough that I can use them to cover my own mouth? <laughs> do your <laughs> ears hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you? No. Uh, well, use yeah. them as a bandana? Between you, you can and certainly uh, try. Dad, probably have enough long ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've never really considered or attempted to use your ears as a mask? But you have a strange feeling that it would be the same as using your hand. Well, what if I need my hand? Well, sucks to suck. If you need your ears, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the question of which would you prefer to breathe or to hear. That is the decision that you'd probably have oh, yeah. to make. Uh.
I'm just thinking stuff I have. Um, it looks like uh, what I'd be wearing. I have adventurer's clothes. Could I tie like maybe like the? You could make a makeshift uh, mask or uh, bandana, like uh, covering of sorts. If you have a cloak, you should be able to. I'll say there's an ample and an ample cloak with a hood, so I would probably try to use that. So I was thinking I would have a cloak as well. Like, just if something happens to raise that to my face, like the collar of it. Orn Thargut. Mark fasten the cloak. Orn Thargut. More guttural draconic, right? Face. <clears throat> All right. And then we'll be off. Uh, go ahead and make me that survival check, please, Hayden. Right. I'm assuming making it at advantage. Yes. Orange start. Right. Start. As much as Secret what? Lab takes care of anything that breaks, 18. they won't replace uh, arm pads that I have fallen mean, apart. Go ahead and roll me a D100, please. I love random chaos tables. They're the best. 38. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Hayim. Uh, along the pathway, you find yourself following the uh, dirt-like pathway, the multitude of footsteps that have been uh, used over this land have padded the sand and the dirt down into a harder and uh, almost stone-like material that seems to uh, make footprints rather hard to see. However, you continue to follow this path to the northwestern side. Your guiding eyes and your constant glances towards the horizon. Uh, what is your passive perception? I believe it's 14. 14? Okay. You, you notice first uh a figure seems to be larger than yourself. Uh, the creature seems to be bipedal in nature, yet hunched over. Uh, long, elongated arms that seem to reach out along the uh, surface of the desert-like land. A palish white skin that seems to cover the entirety of its larger complexion uh it seems to slowly crawl along the surface uh 
its body goes down low, the arms dragging it along its belly, the legs seeming to crawl alongside. As you can see, this creature looks over at another uh, smaller figure, uh, animal in nature, doesn't seem to have noticed it. Yet, you see this large, white, bipedal creature look over at the animal. We're not high enough for fireball yet. Stalk ever so closer before One of the wizards would need, like, two more levels of Grasping a hold of it with the extended arms and pulling it into its grasp. Uh, you quickly turn your eyes away from the scene. However, you do notice this particular creature is maybe... Mm, perhaps a couple hundred or so feet towards the northeast and has not seemed to have noticed you. <clears throat> okay, I... Um, motion for everyone Bar to stop. And we won't complain. I let up I'm not Druid. Pads, reins. And I say... Uh, did everybody see that? Where? I point in the direction of the bipedal pale creature. I got a passive perception of nine. Do we see what he's pointing now? Um... You can go ahead and roll yourselves a perception check real quick. Okay. <laughs> hey, better than a nine. Hey, take that. Um, Adwin, you take notes of the hunched over figure. Power word be gone. General you can upcast it. I uh, that hyena to add uh, at the end of it. Olive, you look over and you see nothing but the expanse of the sand. The pale uh, light itself seems to reflect itself. You don't see anything but a mirage of sand in front of you. Are you sure you're feeling okay, Hyena? I don't see anything. Oh, I see it. What? What the hell is that? Keep quiet. How far is the creature off the beaten path? Um, from this direction, it looks at maybe a good six or seven hundred feet away at the moment. Okay. Um... Are there any obstacles that would impede its vision of us? Dunes or outcroppings or anything? Uh, go ahead and make a perception check then. All right. <laughs> Taking a look around, you can see just the expanse of sand there seems to be maybe a few 
rises of sand that could be made yeah you know, your homebrew worms some would be sort of cover fun. but you have a strange sense this particular creature Those worms, does not man. use its eyes to see i do i think have advantage on this as well you do should it's a wisdom check mm. what has advantage on with 13 yeah, it might actually be a 15, because mm. efficiency bonuses are doubled. Let's say there's maybe an outcropping of sand, maybe a couple, maybe 200 feet away from it, that you could probably use to get closer without being seen. All right. Um, does proceed, but carefully. Yeah, that's true. They aren't as dumb. All right, after you. All right, so. Uh, for note. Quietly as possible. What's Marauders? The creature that uh, Hayim and what you were thinking is you didn't know how to make uh, monsters. Arwen does see, but now that you know, is this delightful being? Oh. The arms and legs extended out, slight hint of horn, rising horn heads. Huh, it's like a desert wendigo. Uh, you continue your way down the path. Uh, I'm guessing. Let's see if you guys can see it. Hold on. Continuing down the path away from the creature. That's what he's showing us. Yeah, if possible. Okay. Uh, if the path takes us away from the creature, so much the better. How? Um. It seems to be going adjacent to the creature for the time being. Like a desert wendigo. Okay. How tall do I think it is? From this distance, you've got a strange. You you got a feeling that it's probably around the ten foot mark, maybe fifteen. Uh, however, the hunched over and crawling like features of its movement seem to make it harder to recognize its height. All right, so yeah. We'll keep following the path. Okay. You continue on, making your way over. Uh, I'm guessing you keep your eye on this particular creature as you pass it? Definitely. Two eyes. For sure. <clears throat> okay. Uh, continuing on, you pass it. I don't know what they're talking words, about. They all 30 or so minutes until it seems to finally uh, escape your vision. But throughout that entire time, it seems to be slowly uh, devouring the creature that it's captured, uh, periodically looking up the palish, almost uh, yellowish-like uh, fur or skin seems to uh, now be covered in a slight crimson layer. But it seems to look up scour around as if to find more prey and then go back to its meal. Uh, 
it does not seem to have noticed your group. That you I keep, know. keep turning back fairly frequently before I'm sure that we've cleared it. Just uh, you can go ahead and give me a perception check. That it's not following us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will allow. Adwin to join in this perception check, should he so desire, as he was also able to accept it the first time. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, yes. You will notice quite clearly, uh, Hyene, you are focusing on guiding your group forwards. Every now and then you are looking over your shoulder. Uh, Adwin, you will notice that around an hour or so later, uh, one of the sand dunes behind you seems to rise slightly and you can't help but notice the pair of horns slowly poke out from the sand. It seems you have caught a tail. Oh, sorry, I'm muted. Um, I kind of walk up next to Haim and ask him, do you know what the hell that thing was that we just passed? I have never beheld it's like uh, I'm I'm nearly certain that that thing is following us right now. I just saw it behind us, watching us from behind a sand dune, probably hunting us. That's what it seems like, or at least following us. All right, um, you seem to have a good eye. You. Lead on. I will take up the rear. Okay. Uh, Harry, are you doing anything in this moment in time? Um, whatever way they're primarily sitting, looking toward, I'm just going to be kind of looking out around. See if uh, find... You can join in that perception check to see if you join Adwin and they'll be appetizing. Of course he knows he has a tail. He's a bunny. Uh, you do not. Damn. You look back and you see the dune. You see the sand itself, but those don't look like horns. They look that must be stone. That that, that doesn't look like horns. You're not entirely sure what Aim and Adwin might have seen. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just keeping guard to make sure nothing, you know, sneaks up on us that isn't supposed to be here. Definitely share, um, after I speak with, spoke with Aim, I definitely share, uh, the fact that it's following us with everyone. If you say so. 
no idea what you're talking about. I know it's there. Um, Lower your voice. Uh, Adwin, it is around this time that you would notice that as you look back at the dune in question, the horns are gone. Okay. Uh, that's probably not good. Um, uh, yeah, it's out of sight now, but I, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was following us for some reason. Be a, like, stay aware. I will attempt to listen to see if there's any sound coming from the dunes if someone is crawling underneath or stomping on top uh, go ahead and make me a perception check Uh, 20. Yes. It is at that moment as you're hearing this from Adwin, uh, you distinctly keep your eyes closed, focusing your attention on hearing, your ears focusing on listening to the sound as you can hear a sudden approaching of building sand gathering up directly towards you and towards the party from the side, as you can hear a of motion coming through the sand. Where is everyone within the party? Who's at the front? Who's at the back? Who's in the middle? I'd be probably one of the middle ones, since I'm not really good at tracking or keeping an eye out. I'm at the rear. You know, keeping an eye out on anything to be honest. Okay. So I would be up toward the front with Hyene. Like speaking with him. I don't know. I know there's talk of him going to the back. I don't know. Okay. In this sense of motions, I would like you to put your character tokens on the board as you see fits. The front being up top, the back being at the back. Uh, that isn't my icon. That's not your icon. That's not my icon either. Change this. Huh. Let me try and fix this real quick. <clears throat> Doesn't seem to want to move. That should work, Harry. Give me one moment. Should work now, Hayim. Can't move myself. Uh, give me one moment. You might need to remove that token and put a new one in. Yes. Do you remove a token? Is that something you, DM needs to do? Uh, you go to the journal tab and then go to your name mm -hmm. when he tells you to. And then uh, 
hold click from your name and then drag it out. One way to do it. Uh, there we go. Vannon's done and Olivia. Or can you do it from your sheet? That should do it. You good? Uh, you should be able to put your tokens down now. There we go. All right, so yeah, I'd probably be somewhere around here. And these are five foot squares, I'm guessing. Yes, sir. We're headed toward the south or toward the north? Towards the north. And I'm guessing pads at the front. Uh, pad would be near with uh, me. Hayim. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hayim, Pad will be going on your initiative. All right. Uh, speaking of which, Hayim, I'm not seeing you on the board. As of That's because I still can't move myself off the sheet. Oh. I should do it. <coughs> uh, hey, are you further towards the back? Uh... Think so? Is, am I missing something? Yeah. Yeah, you should be fine. <clears throat> I'm over here. Okay. Is that, or is that? Can't. Oh, that's you next to me. So that's, I guess it'd be there. Me. Yeah. Uh, are you able to? You know, move I'm just gonna zoom in. Ivan? I don't know why I'm so zoomed out. I can't move either one of us. Ah. Okay. Let me try this. I might need to relaunch. That might work. Let me see. There you go. All right. Where is it? Hmm. Oh, I see why this is doing it. We're gonna combat music bath real quick. You, Haim, are hearing this rumbling sound through the sand. You see the horns burst out from the surface itself, the creature, the elongated arms reaching out towards you as it pounces out into the air. Uh, it will jump out from the sand itself, charging towards you. And I would like everyone to roll some initiative. Oh boy. Oh, he a big boy. Oh yes, he a big boy. You, you forgot small. to resize him, Rob. Yeah. He came he out at default size. You got to resize him. Oh, I do. Okay, hold on. Give me give me one moment. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh, There's no way he's gargantuan. 
That's the, that's the wrong that's the wrong diagonal. Sorry, other way. <laughs> nope. He is a big boy as he blasts out of the sand. You can now see the elongated arms, the full size of this creature. Seems to be almost a 12-foot tall, uh, elongated horns pointing out from the sides. The uh, hair-like, bristle-like fur that covers its uh, body seems to be of a greenish, grayish color. However, it's covered in this bright white and yellowish dust of the desert as some sort of camouflage as it roars out in anger and hunger it will reach out one of the elongated arms towards the group and we will begin our combats now before we begin do you want me to re-roll that thing i whispered you uh go ahead and re-roll that Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Again, I'll take it. <clears throat> yeah, I still uh, can't my token off the sheet. Now uh, the token is on the board if that's the issue oh is it yes i don't know how you got it off there all right so where is this oh this thing is here all right so this is where it emerges from the sand is jumping out of the sand in your direction uh what is your initiative Hayim? 17 17 Okay, so top of the initiative is <sighs> Professor Branwich. Okay. Uh huh. This large creature bounding up through the sand, the bursting of the pixelated granules of this pale okay. uh, mineral blasting against your group. Uh, Pad is winning out, legs in the air, already preparing to run uh, as this creature seems hungry and a hellbent to kill. What are you doing? Okay. Um, let's... Uh, got that right here. Um, let's go... Twenty, and I am going to. Are you crazy? What are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This will work out. Trust me. Um, and then I am going to uh stab it with my dagger. I don't have it uh coated, but I have a. I can add two d six to that, like a flame blade attack. Okay. Um, so I'm okay. just gonna use the okay. Uh, yeah, let's do that. You see the professor brandishing his blade, charging straight towards this bounding creature. 19 is going to hit. Okay, so I hit it, and then it just I like swing my arm at it in a stabbing motion. As soon as it connects, just like 
a burst of flame comes out and it'll do I don't know why it rolled oh five okay then 2d6 uh, eight points of damage okay. or ten it would be ten okay so ten points of damage yeah because a one on the d4 okay yeah ten Okay. And then um, I will. Uh, what was it? Bonus action, uh, wild magic to uh, boost my agility, which I can allows me to uh, disengage. Okay. I believe. And... A bonus action disengage, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Not disengage, but um, it's basically like the DAS action, plus mm -hmm. I, I get to disengage. You understand? Uh, yes. Okay. So you're attacking bonus action. Okay, yes. So I get 50 more feet of movement from the dash? So I move, no, 40? So I move 20? You want to see? You are here. Yes. No, I was right. I was right below. I am. Yeah. So twenty feet with the dash. The Forty. Right. Yeah. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh. 25, and we'll post up right there, and that'll be my turn. Okay. You quickly see the professor quickly dash forward with his blade, slashing with the creature, a mark of brandishing flame going across the creature's cheek as you see it recoil slightly. The professor steps back with a slight jump right next to you, Haim. Is that your turn? Hey, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Harry, you're up. Uh see this creature come bowling out um, of the sand. I'm going to take and sidestep. I just realized, I don't think we have um, any healers. This is really quick. I, to do that. I don't think anyone can heal. Did it, did it, did it. That. Okay. I'm going to step over this way 15 feet. Draw a crossbow and take a shot <laughs> at it. Run away from the group. Hey. Perfect. And it is really easy to hit. Uh, you see the crossbow fire. This is the first time you've actually fired this particular weapon at a living target. As you see the bolt actually impact against the side. Yet you don't see the bolt going as deep as you yeah, only lost four. see uh, them going to the targets. It seems this creature's hide is a lot stronger than you thought. That I, I kind of like glance, I glance at the bow for some bit, reaction. Yeah. Just kind of like looking over like, oh, that. was it me? Was it him? I think it was him. Okay. Uh, anything else for your turn? Uh... 
like that. No, that'll be it. Excellent. Ayim, you're up. All right. So, I will say. To... And I am a healer in the other Wednesday game, and we've lost two characters. So, Branwich, uh, don't ever do that again. And then I will draw my two curved <laughs> blades and just charge in. Knock to him as he goes past. Uh, Pad is going to look at you, Haim, and immediately start making his way uh, back away from the creature as far as he can. Okay. I, for the time being, I ignore him. Uh, he's going away from combat, which is good. Um, also visualize this creature in my mind's eye and its intentions. Um, yeah, maybe healers aren't all that cracked up to be. Or I'm just a terrible healer. I mean, I am a terrible healer because I'm never in the right place when they need them. I will run at him swinging. Okay, go ahead and make your attacks. Um... That would be an 18. Hit. And the second sword would be a 21. Hit. So, that is going to be a grand total of... And that uh, effect works on both attacks, does it not? Yes, it does. So it's nine... <coughs> It's honestly kind of hard to play a full-blown healer. Because if, like, you're spec'd out to be full-blown healer, you can do a little bit of DPS. But nice. At As the same you guys time, watch, you kind of want to hold back just Chance under his breath. A more bit of the sand around him conjoins into two cyclones, bursting forward and wrapping around this particular creature in a halo of sand and pure unbridled hatred uh you see both of the blades go down in a cross section across the creature's chest as it howls out in pain you see it leap back slightly a fresh i mean that's fair cross section wound a lot of people would chest, agree uh bleeding profusely you have definitely done quite a number on its side uh so that was how much total <laughs> 27. Thank you. He seems to have taken quite a bit of damage from that. Hmm. I think so. Uh, is that your turn, Hayim? That is my turn. And uh, yeah, I just continue whirling around, um, not retreating a bit. So if it wants a target, it has one. Okay. Olivia. It is your turn. Oh, I was you... wondering if we were going to fight this. It's a good thing we are. You heal the same familiar cackle coming from the blades. 
the blood seeming to slowly spill from its scabbard. <laughs> this should be fun. One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to come around this way. And then as I'm moving that direction, I will touch the hilt of my sword and pull it out, aim it at the creature, and I will cast, I will use uh, Hexblade's Curse. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, as you bring out the blade, you help, can't help but feel a slight nick at the side of your arm as the sudden flow of blood pulls out with the tip of your rapier. The <clears throat> actual blade itself, now a sickly dark red crimson dripping at the very edge. You guys see the hairs begin to rise along Olivia's neck. The hat comes slightly off kilter as a brandishing fang begins to build over her bottom lip and a voice in the back of your head goes, yeah. A big grin comes across my face as I hear that. With the blade outstretched after using Hexblade's Curse, I shall spin it back so the blade is resting against the underpart of my forearm. And from the pummel of the blade, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Go ahead and fire. 21 to hit. 21 most definitely hits. As uh, the corporeal red energy blasts from your rapier, the actual red globule seems to blast the side of the creature and suddenly impact with a force of almost a cannon fire. You see it impact the red remaining there, slowly seeping with, uh, inside the creature as you can't hear a slight chuckle going more. So it's six force plus two from the Hexblade's Curse, so it's actually eight. Got it. Uh, action, bonus, action, movement. That'll end my turn. Excellent. Uh, it is the start of its turn. As you see, some of the wounds begin to heal. Uh, some of the brandishing, the X crossing across its chest, beginning to slowly mend itself, the flesh itself slowly winding back together, as if healing some of the wounds that you have already placed upon it. Uh, it will turn towards you, Haim, the creature directly in front of it. However, we'll also notice a uh, flower on the side. will move to here and will come down with uh, the bite towards you, Haim. And see. We'll throw a claw to you, Hayim, and one to Lady Flowers. As he seems to have some reach. All right. Let's see. So, uh, Hayim, one bite and one claw to you. Let's see. Does a eight hit. <laughs> That's a that one. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I go definitely ahead. <laughs> dance around it. I do like the second either. roll. 
I like the second roll. I wish it couldn't have uh, happened real quick. Go to extremes there, huh? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you will notice uh, the creature biting out towards you. You quickly step back as it only gathers a mouthful of sand as it will go ahead and swing out its claw towards you. Hayim, that's going to be a 25 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, 10 points of slashing damage. Holy fuck. As the extended claw, the jaggered-like claws reaching out and slashing across your chest, luckily deflecting most of it with the dual blades, yet you can't help but feel the steel uh, iron-like taste at the back of your mouth. Uh... As this happens, the claw swings around with the motion as you see it come around towards you. Flowers with a 12. Miss. Quickly ducking out the way, the claw will just go over your head, just barely missing your hat in the process. But that will be its turn for the time being. Top of the initiative. Professor Branch. Okay. Um... Here. Um, and let's do magic missile. Okay. That's not going to hit, is it? A 10 will not hit as you throw your hand out in a motion to cast your spell. The trigger mechanism seems to lock for a moment as you are like ah this doesn't usually happen shouldn't magic missile hit automatically not not this magic depends missile, on the magic no. missile <laughs> Honestly, really? well, as far as I, I thought it always hit no not this more damage though but potentially it's a magic ish missile <laughs> yes somewhat um fuck well, that sucks. Um, I guess I'll just kind of... I'll see down a little further that way, and that'll be my turn. Okay. I'm just, like, embarrassed. Excellent. Harry, you are up. I'm going to take reload the crossbow, make sure that this time, hopefully, there's nothing in the way. This might stop uh, the bolt from going where I want. And we're going to throw another shot at it. Certainly free to try. Fire away. 17 will hit. 17 does hit. Okay. Go ahead and fire that damage. And we're going to hit it for 8 damage. Quickly getting down on one knee, you're just firing the crossbow. You get that nice little nook right under the arm as it swings towards flowers. This time, you can see the bolt actually impact inside the flesh, a small gout of crimson, showing you your reward for your efforts. Uh, following that, I'm going to take and step back. My full movement. Uh, that is your turn, Harry. Yep. Hayim. 
question. When yes. Edwin hit it the first time with that fiery dagger, that wound also heal? Uh, now that you've gotten closer, you see that there does not seem to be any fire damage left behind from uh, Adwin's attack. You see that the wound itself was just the original blade. There doesn't seem to be any fire damage. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll... Continue bring whirling dervish on it. By all means, go for it. Is it damaged at all at this point? Or is it all completely healed? Uh, no, you can see that some of the wounds are slowly beginning to reform, but there does seem to have taken a fair amount of damage so far. Okay. So yeah, I will I will attempt to hone in on existing wounds. Okay. Seventeen and eighteen will both hit. All right. Damage X. Uh, I will ask you to go ahead and roll me a concentration check, a constitution save for that's for that effect. Because I believe that is a concentration, is it not? Um not sure. It is. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, you do make it. You maintain your effect, allowing you to get that additional five points of damage, bringing it to 19. You again see that healing uh, cross section slowly begin to reform. <clears throat> you shake your head, this time plunging both blades into the mere gut of this creature, looking directly into the gnarled teeth of this uh, desert-like troll that now seems to be directly in front of you. Uh, the pure smell is horrific. Uh, it towers over you, roaring out in pain as you drive the blades deeper. It seems to be slowly taking more and more damage the more you seem to chip away at it, but it's still going strong. Is that your turn, Haim? That is my turn. Okay. Olive. How's this creature looking? It's taken a few hits. Seems to be slowly healing up. Uh most of the wounds, but it's definitely starting to weaken. You have a feeling that these creatures are more ambush predators. They're very good on individuals, but when it comes to a pack, they can be very easily dealt with. 
Go ahead and make a wisdom save. Nice. You can't help but feel your blade being drawn towards... Yeah, I know. It wants to drink. So in that case, I'm going to completely forego what I was going to do. And I am going to cast Armor of Agathus. Okay. And then I would like to move in to hopefully a flanking position if you allow flanking. Which I think it would have to be directly across from Hayim. Uh, yeah. So you okay. would have to be so here, I was here in this so position. Five. Yeah, so I can move in there. Yep. And then bonus action. I'm going to get a big smile on my face and I'm going to start laughing. And I would like to rage. Okay. Uh, the sudden swirling of blood that drips from the creature seems to gather and pull towards flowers as the hair bristles out further. As now the blade is turned from underneath my forearm and now pointed back directly at the creature. Alright, this'll be fun. That'll end my turn. Uh, okay. Seeing as it has two people in direct line of it, it will have its attention diverted between the two. So, the first one is going to be the bite that will go to Haim. First claw will go to Haim. And last claw to uh, Flowers. Haim, how are you doing? Um... I'm not regenerating, but <laughs> uh, okay. So first attack is going to be an eight again. Another Fucking one. That one. Let me yep. roll that D100 again. Oh, mm. okay. Nothing happens. Stabs himself in the eye. No. Uh, the claw <laughs> goes wide. You quickly move out the way, but doesn't seem to uh, any ill effects towards the creature. It will go ahead and bring its claw around, trying to slash again. Oof. That's a 26. Oof. So I'm going to predict that's a hit. Oh, a 25 will hit, but a 26 will not. Uh, <laughs> uh, that will be eight points of slashing damage to you, Haim. All right. And once again, moving around, trying to slam the claw down onto you. Flowers, that's a 23 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, and that's 11 points. Divided by two? Divided by two. Because uh, of your rage. Do you go up or down? Uh, down. Down, so five. Five. And it takes five points of cold damage. Okay. And my armor's gone. My Agathus right. is gone. Yes, sir. And that will be its turn. Actually, no. It will adjust so it will no longer be flanked for the time being, but... It moves out of my... It moves... In, it, it moves gets an opportunity attack, right? You are still within its... He's still within your uh, attack range. Oh, that just damn corner you. right there. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair play. Uh, but that will be its turn. 
Professor Banwich. Okay. Uh, I will say that Pad had made his way over to here at the end of a turn, and he is staying there with the equipment until told otherwise. Uh, okay. Banwich, it is your turn. All right. Um, try Magic uh, Missile again. Hopefully to better effect. Oh, yeah. That will hit. Okay. And that'll be two shitty rolls. 12 damage. 12 points of damage. As you guys watch, he brings out his hand this time. A spark of fire and light shoots from his wrist as a bolt of energy shoots out towards the creature and impacts against it. Huzzah. Um... Yeah, I'm not gonna move. I mean, that'll, that'll pretty much, uh, I'll pretty much do it. All right. You staying there, not moving. That's your turn. Yes, that's my turn. Okay. Harry. Um. I. My uh, longbow has the turn delay on it, right? So to uh, draw it? Yes, sir. Okay, then I am just going to take another shot with the crossbow. Okay, loading another bolt into the crossbow. Fire away. Thirteen. Again, the bolt comes down, firing at the creature. You see a wound slowly beginning to heal over as you try and impact the same side. The claw that swung towards Olive impacts the bolt in time for it to be flung to the side. Uh, sadly, it does not impact as you wished it for. Anything else you wish to do, Harry? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll take an action surge and do a second shot. All right. Ranged fire away. Huh? I've been wanting to see one of these in action. He gets another shot. Fire away! 19 will hit. Better. Yeah. Now you're getting a feel for her. Taking wind up, see the first <laughs> shot get bad away. Nah, I got this. Take the second shot. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Six points of damage. You see the first shot being flitted away. You hammer the second bolt into your crossbow with that quick bit of time firing quickly as you see that little armpit that you shot at before, another bolt seems to go directly under the arm. A howling of pain seems to come from the creature as it falls back slightly. It seems to be pretty damn rough right now. Is that your turn, Harry? My turn. 
All right. Ayim, it is your turn. Do I have a sense of how fast this thing moves? Based on the original attack of him bounding from the sand, you have an idea that it has good underground and digging capabilities, but you've net and based on what you saw from the leaping mechanics of the creature earlier, you have a feeling that this could probably move pretty quickly if it wanted to. All right. Um, did uh, the cold damage seem to affect it more than anything else? Uh, you noticed that the cold damage did not seem to affect it any differently. But... Uh, there does not seem to be any change to regenerative abilities or such. Okay. What so you will notice is it is pretty weak right now, and it seems pretty feral. Yeah. No damage has seemed more effective than any other, or less effective. Not that you've seen so far. It's only been a couple of seconds, and so far you've just been in the flurry of it. Right. In the flurry of it, I will remain. But first I'm going to roll my constitution. Hopefully that's sufficient. That is sufficient. All right. It is half the damage or 10. So that 13 is fine. I will continue to whirl. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, 9 and 14, you slash away at the skin, yet the hands of the creature, the claws dig into your wrists as it looks down upon you and begins to just growl in front of you, holding your hands from digging deeper into the blades. The hide-like skin seems to slowly regenerate where the wounds once were, as it seems to be holding you from uh, doing any further damage. Uh, sadly, th those do not hit. No. Which one of us is it facing? Uh, it is currently facing Hyene. Okay. But is well aware that Olive is directly behind it. Um, I will, I guess, as my move, move up here, just the opportunity of a flank. Flank link has been made. Flanking is now available. Is that your turn, Hyen? That is my turn. Olive. Sad as it is. Blank. All right. I, I was going to move into it, but since looks like he's got his attention, let's go in for a strike with my longsword and shield. <clears throat> uh, advantage due to flank. Yeah. 
Well, that is gonna hit. I was gonna say I crit on a 19 or a 20. If I do a 19 and a 20, do I get a double crit? No. Okay. <laughs> so we oh, first damage was nine. Nine. Okay, hold on. Nine points of slashing damage. Plus we have the Hexblade's curse, mm -hmm. which is going to be. Um, oh, I didn't do Hex, that's right. So Hexplate's Curse is an additional two on top of that. So additional two. 11. Okay. I want to make sure there's nothing else since I've never played a character like this. So one second. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. You grab <laughs> a hold of your rapier as... It's more of a jagged blade of pure crimson at this point. As you bring your shield into the back of this creature, stabbing the very back with the rapier and almost dragging it down with the sheer force of the crimson power, you can't help but hear a sudden screaming of laughter in the back of your head, almost rejoicing at the pure display of sudden red uh, filling your vision as you bring the blade out the spew of crimson pours out over you and you can't hear can't help but hear us and it is joyous joyous yep and as I find that sweet spot you'll hear or everyone else will hear <coughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so much fun when they're like this. And uh, uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I'll stay here. Okay. The beginning of its turn, you see some of the wounds once again uh, mend and heal over <clears throat> in the passing seconds. However, both of you will recognize now a sight a uh, hint of realizing it's no longer winning its fight. Uh, the moment of surprise has passed, and he seems to be very clearly outmatched. It is going to immediately try and dive down into the sand, giving both of you attacks of opportunity. No, no. We don't get it at advantage, correct? That is correct. It is moving from the flanking position you guys both have an attack of opportunity as it tries to dive into the sand holy shit why couldn't I get the second one with max rolls twice do you see that <laughs> oh that's only if I do two handed but I'm one handed so. um, 12 plus 2 so uh, 12 slashing plus 2 bonus damage 14. Okay. And a 9. I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming opportunity attack is only one, even if you're correct. with two weapons. That is correct. Okay. Uh, 12 points of damage. Uh, 14. 14 points of damage. Uh, you slash out at the same time uh, Hayim catching air, but Olive catching uh, flesh and 
skin as you see another spurt of crimson hit the sand before the creature quickly dives in under the sand itself, disappearing. Ah. Chaitan. Got away. Uh, I don't know about that. Does it go straight down? Uh, you hear the rumbling of the sound of the sand being moved through, begin to fade slowly. Uh, it does seem to be going directly down and away. Uh, but it seems for the time being, and as you wait for a minute or so to pass, uh, it does seem that Oh, I'm, as soon as it leaves, fight. six seconds, I'm going to look over and see if I can see it. Um, Does it leave a big I, hole? Does it bury itself? Like, I'm going to try and see if I can go after it. Hayim, you do know where it is. Okay. You still have that effect up, correct? Yes, I do. Okay. You will notice that the creature has basically made a beeline for it. Uh basically made a beeline in this direction and is doing its best to burrow its way through the sand away from you for the time being. But for the sense of combat, should you decide to keep going after it, it is right over here. Uh, you sense that it's currently around about 20 feet or so under the ground. I'll say uh, it has gone to the right of the path. It is about 20 feet underground. Okay. Um, moving away from us? Or is it just like, is it just sitting there? It is moving away. Okay. Just let it go then, right? Or do we want to chase it? I'm not we done are, with this one. We are still in okay. combat until you decide okay. not to continue. Professor Branwich, it is your turn. I think we should go. I will keep tabs on it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Do you mind giving me a persuasion, uh, Haim? Persuasion or intimidation? <laughs> are you, are you, I think I try whichever one you're trying to do. I felt it was more um, persuasion, but I will go ahead and ask Hayim for a persuasion check. I need Lady Flowers to make another wisdom. wisdom. Yeah, I figured it was going to be a wisdom. Well, that wasn't a great persuasion. Oh. All right. Uh, your wisdom. Should you so decide, Olive? You are free to listen to Haim. Okay. But the voice is there it, beckoning. It isn't in control like it was before. But right. But he's it, it's it still is, there. He is basically reveling in the original banquet you gave him, but he is clearly asking for more. Yeah. All right. 
I'll wait till it gets to my turn. Okay. Uh, Professor, you are free to do whatever you wish. Okay. Um, hey, so what is the sense I get from Olive still of like bloodthirstiness and craze? Or they calm down? The blood still seems to be dripping from the blade. Uh, the feralness and the rigid, uh, almost spiked-out hair still seems to be there along with her features. Okay. I'm going to move... 15, 20. If I right to here, and then... Hold uh, Fire Dart for if anything pops up in the general direction uh, Haim gestured in, where he told me the creature was. Okay. Because I can't see it, right? It's underground. Yeah, it's currently okay. underground. You do not see the horns that you saw before. You hold out your hand, preparing for your uh, fire shot. Okay, uh, that'll be my turn. Okay. Ready to action for President Banwich. Harry. Um, I'm going to say that for me, combat is over. They said it was 20 feet down, right? Like, that was announced aloud? Yes. I'm going to store my crossbow, and I'm going to take the metal box off my back and start assembling it. Okay. Uh, this will probably take around about a full minute. So you'll be focusing on that for the time being. Yep. Okay. Ayim, you know where it is. Uh, where is uh, Olive? I'm right at the edge of the hole. Right. I look like I'm about to jump in. I will move over here and I will start dragging Olive away toward the road, and I will say to everyone else, Move! Get away from there! It is regenerating! We are not! Well, the ass. Uh, I'm gonna contest you dragging me. Okay. Uh, acrobatics versus... Uh, acrobatics or athletics, that is completely... Up to your choice on yep. either end. Oh, with advantage too. <laughs> I'm Even being dragged within... like a little brat, kicking and screaming. Yeah, you I'm are being dragged. Out. Your legs are kicking out. I want the blood to flow. Uh, Hayim, you can't help but feel a slight bit of comfort in this tantrum-like... Uh, motion as you uh, make your way over towards the path um how far is the range of that effect by the way Haim? uh it's pretty far as i recall uh i believe it might be up to one mile we had a debate about this. Mm -hmm. um, 
Hunter's Mark? No. It is. Sort of undefined. Yeah. I mean, initially it's a creature you can see within range, but I guess right. once, it's, once it's marked. Um, it is around, I will tell you if and when it might leave your range, but for the time being, this creature is within it. Uh, you do know where in the general direction it is, and it does seem to be moving away from you. Okay. So, yeah, I will drag Olive back onto the road, and I will say to everyone else, Oh, go! Ed, go! This way. As you're dragging me, I'll be saying, No, I'm not done with it! I've waited so long! You have to let me go! There will be plenty of blood. We'll see so much blood. You will be swimming in it. We'll have to Jesus. swear it off. Um, it is not worth it. How far back do you pull me? 15? Uh, as far as I can. I came 10 feet toward you. So you'd have 10 feet of movement left. Yeah. With restricted movements. Uh, yeah. So I'll go back this way. Well, no. I'll go this way. So as not to leave her near the hole. Uh, mm -hmm. uh at the start of, unless you do anything else, Hayim. That's all I can do. Okay. Now. Uh, Olivia, are you wishing to continue the struggle? First, let me see if I if I'm listening to him. You sense you have your senses about you for the time being. Uh, keep in mind, if you do not take any damage or deal any damage, mm -hmm. I know. by the end of the turn, rage will go down. All right, I'm gonna try and break free again. I can't be bested by him. Uh, another a little better oh, 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 oh. I'm waiting for the break free before like just the, the swan dive into the hole is it still a hole or has it filled in um oh, oh that's a contested that's uh, directly so tie goes to the runner yeah uh Haim oh, you feel rolling. a sudden hits in your side uh she finally is relieved from your grasp as she uh runs hey, shouldn't ty go to defender doesn't does you're the ty holder go to defender in this you're the holder i'm defending you're, you're the aggressor in this oh you were the aggressor because it's your turn you're trying to break out mm. Mm. if i thought if it meets it beats then I, you're holding me I'm the one defending against your aggression. I've always gone by 
We'll leave it to the DM. My my intent, my thought was I'm the defender here. So in this matter, uh, it is Olivia's turn. It is her, uh, basically her resistance because she is trying to either meet or beat Hyene's, uh athletics. It has evened out. Therefore, it is advantage to Olive. Uh, Olive does get out of your grasp. I'll kind of cock my head slightly, dust off. You're right. Sorry. Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed. That was fun, though. Come. Yes. To the mines. I'm a little out of breath as I try to catch my breath and get back on the road. Uh, you hear in the back of your head, Olive. <laughs> Was that like a harumph? I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> Just slowly, the roar slowly fades out. The laughter begins to dwindle. And as you return to the road, uh, you see the hole that the creature had made immediately cave in. Uh, the sand billows down into the space that the creature had made, uh, showing that had you have followed, the sand would have come down on you. Yeah. The. I just shake my head at Olivia. Uh, Hayim, <laughs> you feel the creature's presence uh, reach the edge of your uh, of your link. And it fades around about a uh, hundred or so feet away, but seems to be making a direct line away from you. Okay, but so its its trajectory was still away from us. Yes, it does not seem to be curving. It seems like a dog running with its t- tail between its legs right now. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll just like hustle everyone down the road and away from this accursed what badass what about badass badass included oh, hold on <laughs> harry is doing it needs some time he gets his oh, minute no. oh no yeah. later bunny let's go we don't have time oh. for this um consequences can i walk while doing this you can certainly try uh, around this time, you've already gotten the two pieces uh, attached on either side of the main mantle. You're already starting to put the screws in, essentially, at this point, as you're looking up. Uh, you haven't got the string in yet. You haven't uh, adjusted it to your perfect parameters, but you could certainly try to get this ready. Uh, on the move, should you so desire, but there is always a chance that uh, there could be a malfunction on the move. Um, am I able to pause it? So, like, maintain the position where I'm at, move, then continue? Due to the construction of this particular uh, weapon that you have made, 
this project was essentially made to be set up before ever being used. Um, you've never actually tried to do a pause on the construction of this, mainly of the mechanics and the essential time of the tension of the string, the tension of the mechanics, uh, and forming into one piece. Uh, you're going to have to wait a second. I can't, I, I need to finish this. It's essential for protection. Essential for protection is running. It's gone, is it not? I go and I I go up to Harry and I grab his case. It's I, not a case at this point. Whatever you're whatever you're working on, I try and pick it up and bring it with us. Harry, let's go. We'll have time later. Don't be a um, fool. I'm going to attempt to try to move it away from them so that they don't grab it. Okay. I uh, help Olive. Go uh, Haim and Olive and and Harry. Uh, you three go ahead and roll initiative for me real quick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just watching this shit go down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Harry, should you so decide, uh, you are able to quickly maneuver uh, your belongings that are away from them. Uh, it is digging into your time of actually putting this thing together. However, um, go ahead and make me a Tinker's Tool check. Uh, assist me with how I would roll that. I actually don't know. Uh, you don't have the Tinker's Tools? I have Smith's tools. You have Smith's tools. Okay, so you don't have Tinker's tools. I am proficient with Tinker's tools. Okay. Though. Do you have Tinker's tools on you? Uh, not that I've added. Okay. I mean, it's reasonable that I would right. have them, but I don't know why I don't. Okay. I guess it's because it wasn't in my base gear kit that I could pick. Uh, yes, that's usually the case. Okay, so I am going to need you to roll me a sleight of hand, but keep in mind the DC will be higher. Okay. The number you're looking for is a 12. You got it. Okay, so the adjustment itself doesn't pull anything loose uh, from the contraption that you already have. You have a feeling that if you kept to a slower pace, you could probably do this alongside them uh you would probably be moving around about 20 feet per movement compared to what they go at and whether or not they want to have you keep up or not is completely up to them but you have a feeling that you could probably do this on the move but there might be issues should you have to pick up the pace okay well 
if I knew that there was a slower pace that I could have went at and done it, I would have just done that already. So seeing them aggressively trying to grab at it, I I firm what I have up and then I stand up. I make sure I have all the parts. I say, fine, I need to keep working on this. If I don't, it'll malfunction. <clears> and then I might be useless in the next combat. That's fine. What is this exactly? Why is it so important? You two go um, ahead. I'll stay back with them. And then we'll catch um, up. At this point, you kind of can see some type of metal uh, contraption that looks like it has a handhold on it with two widespread um, arches branching off of it. He's one of those okay. crazy smiths. They're always working in their workshop. Duh. It's not blood, it's iron. How big is Harry? Somewhere between three and a half to four feet tall. Oh, okay. So he's a little guy. So, assuming nothing else happens, on my turn, I'm going to attempt to pick him up and put him on the back of the donkey. Uh, Pad has no issue if you give him the heads up beforehand. Uh, he seems a little startled himself, but with a little coaxing, he will calm down and will allow uh, Harry to jump on the back along with the other uh, luggage and storage that you have put on top of him. Okay. Well, um, then I will just say, go, go, go quickly. Let's move. Off we go. Uh, you guys will make your way down the path, uh, constantly perceptive of any future encounters. Uh, Harry, you are riding on top of Pad, uh, the donkey, and it is. A constant bump, but it isn't anything that will uh, deter you from finishing up, uh, adjusting, and finally uh, stringing your contraption. Uh, since I'm ri riding on the uh, kind donkey who's let me uh, take an easy ride here, uh, while I'm doing the alignment and like uh, setting up for myself, I'm going to take and use my smithing tools to put kind of um, indication marks where the alignments line up so that maybe next time maybe i can you know get a little bit faster i don't have to you know feel it out i don't have to test it as much i know that this mark is where it's at um you can certainly try uh usually you would have like an actual space to have your tools set up to actually uh make this a precise adjustments and with the movement of pad you can't help but feel like this is going to be a harder act to do on donkey back uh, compared to doing this at a workshop or uh, doing this at camp um you will notice around this time that the sun is slowly beginning to set on the horizon uh your first day in the wild is slowly coming to an end. 
I guess if the sun's going down, then I'll wait on that. I'll take notes and I'll just like try to align it for myself currently to get it set up. And then that's where I'll leave it for the time. Okay. Uh, but uh, everybody else, now that you, if you are looking and if you see it, now instead of a metal box with some arches on it, now there's a mechanical, like kind of compounding longbow made out of metal, iron, gears, some uh, pulleys, and a tightly pulled string that is being like reverse uh, pressured by the mechanism that is a bow. Okay, interesting. During your travels, uh, Haim, go ahead and roll me another perception. Uh, survival check, should I say, with advantage. I think I actually have double proficiency instead of advantage. Okay. So we will go ahead and add two to your roll. Yeah. So with 24, um, you will keep traveling for another hour or so before you see the sun begin to hit the horizon. Your perceptive eyes keeping a very close uh, view on the surrounding sand, and particularly on the right side where you saw the creature before. Uh, you will see uh, a figure of some of familiar size appear on one of the dunes that are nearby look in your general direction before jumping down onto the opposite side of the dune and seemingly uh, disappearing from sight you will notice as the sun comes down, the moon will begin to rise on the opposite side. The light will begin to fade. And I would like to ask, who here has dark vision? Olivia does. I do not. I do not. Uh, Hayim, I am assuming that you are... I do not. Okay. No. Oh, how the turns have tabled. Parkless, the only one with dark vision. <laughs> Vanis has it too. He's not here. I know. <laughs> um, however, uh, the real question is who can see under the sand? <laughs> uh, Olive, you will begin to notice that uh, your eyes are slowly beginning to adjust to the dark. Um, the rest of you, however, are seeing the light slowly begin to fade. Uh, there does not seem to be any signs of civilization on the track itself. The road seems to be endless and continuing on further to the north. Uh, however, it seems that you will not be arriving uh, to the mine before nightfall. Perhaps we should make camp so we're not stumbling around in the dark. <clears throat> Um, is there any rocks around near us? As you start looking for something, I'll pull out my blade and then turn it hor uh, horizontally. And from the butt of the blade comes out four orbs of light. 
and I'm going to cast Dancing Lights and put them in a perimeter around us. Uh, as you bring out the blade, you will take notice that there is no dripping. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no blood. Have I seen that thing dripping with blood, or is that something only he can see? Uh, you did not see it within the combat. You were more focused on the big, large creature attacking your body. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I think really only Harry is the only one that's kind of seen anything like it. But not to that extent. Because <laughs> I think Hyim was more focused on the creature, too. And on the other side of the beast. Makes sense. There you go. Now what you can see we... for a little bit. You want to press on or camp here? I mean, it's in the desert, so basically one spot looks as good as another, honestly. Let us break camp. Okay. You... You don't want to get fatigued. Very true. Um, I think I will. Are there any um features near this place? The location you're at, Harry and Hayim, you can both go ahead and roll me a perception check. As can I assist you? by pointing my lights out into directions to help them? Uh, how far can dancing lights reach? That's a very good question. Um, move the lights up to 60 feet to a new spot within range, and they must be within 20 feet of each other. So 60 feet out and then 20 foot spacings, four lights. Okay. Um, should you uh, desire to help one of them, you can do so. It can help. Oh, it'll be Harry. Okay. Uh, Harry, you can go ahead and roll that with advantage. Um, well, I'm just going to ask blatantly and bury myself. Uh, does the dimming light make it harder for me to see? No. No. Oh. Uh, we're going to keep that 17. I like that better. Okay. Uh, so in 19 and 17, uh, using the lights that uh, Olive has provided for you, Harry, uh, where Hayim had already seen. Uh, you had already uh, passed a small outcropping to the side to the left, uh, to the more of the western side of the road. You can see a slight uh, rise of stone, almost like a pillar of pure white, uh, almost sandstone-like material peeking out of the uh, sand rising almost maybe 20 or so feet into the air, uh, creating a small patch of shade in the uh, general area, but seems to be mostly surrounded with the soft sand of the desert that uh, you saw the creature earlier traverse through quite easily. Yeah, I want to make a comment to the group. I feel like we should definitely find somewhere that's solid to, to you know, bed down for the night, because if we try to rest in the sand, for all we know, we could be the next things in the hole. Yeah, there's something like that nearby. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's a outcropping over there. It seems like I look over at him. Uh, 
Um, and the outcropping. Yeah, I was gonna ask. It seems like you know more about this area and these in specific. Uh, is would that work? And I point over toward it. Yes, that is ideal. The the circumstances. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, carefully stepping off the hardened uh, stone and dirt of the path, you make your way over to the softer sand and the outcropping of stone that you can see uh, rising from the dunes itself. Uh, you notice that it seems to curve over like a wave of sorts. Uh, the top of the outcropping seems to bend over like a curve and gives a almost shelter-like cover to the very top of it. Um, you will, however, notice uh, something of note. And as you get closer, you can see uh, quite clearly that there seems to be something hiding uh, within the outcropping of stone within the sand. Oh boy. Yeah. I see it. Um uh, both I'm you probably... and Hayim see it. Okay, I'm probably gonna head off about now since this seems to be starting a new chapter um, in our uh, travails here. We are going to be ending in a couple of minutes, however. Uh would one of you like to approach? Or would you prefer we end it here? Um, I should... Yeah, we can end it here. Can approach. Oh, you're going to start the yeah. session. Okay. It's um, so, Haim, are you going alone? Is everyone staying back? Um... You are I don't, currently... I don't mind if they follow me, but I'll go alone if I have to. Um, I'm uh, going to approach with... Like, I'll stay like 20 feet behind him to, just to kind of give some cover if I need to. You would can I knock the... and arrow and have it drawn? Yes, you can. Uh, you would see this hidden bundle uh, essentially being pressed against the stone. Uh, you would see this maybe around about 60 feet out. Um, mainly due to the fabric being a darker uh, color compared to the brighter stone and sand itself. If it's dark, I'll bring my lights then. Uh, the dancing lights will guide over towards uh, <clears throat> the darker fabric. You will now notice the sun is beginning to drop on the horizon. The sky is slowly beginning to dwindle into that navy blue. And as the lights rest over it, uh, it does not move. You see no uh, movement within the space. Uh, Hayim, you get closer, almost reaching around about 20 feet away, where you can see um, a bedroll. Uh, 
a bedroll that seems to be abandoned. Uh, you see bundled next to it is a gathering of dark fabrics uh, bundled up, uh, set to a side. Uh, but that's all you see for this moment in time. All right. Sounds like it's not going to kill us. At least not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I will continue moving toward it, but I think we will go ahead time. and end today's session by saying this. Hayim, you approach a small campsite. You see the remains of ash on the sand of where you slowly step over. A small amount of kindle being the remains of what used to be a campfire. A single bedroll could be seen, empty, yet as you uh, get a closer look, you can't help but notice that there seems to be uh, something hidden uh, under the pillow. And also will notice that it seems to have been slept in maybe as recent as a day. You will also notice that the bundle of fabric next to you uh, seems to have objects within it. All right. Uh, if you so desire to open it, you will find uh, a full water skin, a small bag of 15 gold pieces, a book that uh, is essentially called the Tales of the Red Skinned Dragons. And you also find a set of leather armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's really hitting a man below the integrity. Yeah, it is. You, you could have just freaking waited. <laughs> um, you said it's a full set, right? Not just like a tunic? It, it, is, it is a full set of leather armor. All right. Um... Hayim, do you check under the pillow? Um, recorder. I will check under the pillow before uh, heading off to look for tracks. Uh, you put your hand under the pillow, feeling a flat piece of almost a flat surface under the pillow itself as you pull out uh, the small slip, you can see what seems to be a golden card of sorts. Uh, as you turn it over, the embroidery uh, and the design, you can see what seems to be a joker laughing out as in the distance and ever present horizon, you can all hear a... <laughs> Hayim, you may add an extra joker to your character sheet. All right. 
Uh, you are oh, yeah. free to I... use that Joker whenever you wish. I forgot about all that. The rules are within the notes tab. Yeah, no, I remember reading it. I just forgot. Mm -hmm. You have found yourself a Joker. The card itself uh, in your hand disappears in a burst of sparks. The energy itself wraps around your wrist, up your arm, and you can't help but feel a slight warmth and a hint of luck, so to speak, within your chest. All right. You will return to your group who are waiting. Take note of a figure slowly approaching down the road. There he is. And that is where we will end our session tonight. Okay. Right. Look, you can't win his favor in the other game by giving him cards in your game, okay? <laughs> I mean, maybe you, you know, yeah. The funny thing is, I was waiting to see who had the bulls to go first. <laughs> yeah, all good. He doesn't Gee, need to I've already spared his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. He he owed me. Yeah, he's just paying you back. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yes, he has a channel to talk about. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of a backhanded favor because now he's got to like figure out which character he's gonna play. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, Ivan, you can click that uh, inspiration on your character sheets. You have yourself a Joker. It's the Joker. That's right. Uh, you can use that whenever you want. It is a one-time thing. Uh, should you decide to choose a secret message, so to speak. You are free to tell me when you wish to use that. So these work um, as inspiration, so we can only have one card at a time? Correct. Okay. Uh, they are a lot more common. Mm -hmm. They can be found and they can be earned. Uh, but yes, through acts of bravery or acts of pure stupidity, huh. uh, you can test your luck and maybe end I up. I should have jumped in the part. hole. Thanks uh, a yeah, lot, Hayim. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you would have gotten the Joker. This way I have it all to myself. No, the Joker was under the, under the pillow. You don't know what was in the hole. Could be a different card. So. <laughs> yeah, like an ace of spades. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Thank you all for playing tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, I enjoyed it. Sure. Yeah. Got to open something up. And, and hopefully I'm... we can uh, have the full party next time. That'll probably be the only crits I get for the entire campaign. No. We should be ready for him to be out for a while in both games. Yeah, I was gonna say it's if if Mallory's fine. Oh yeah. yeah, I just went through it. Yeah, he probably I was gonna say he's probably gonna be out a couple. Um yeah. concerning I mean, like the jokers. Six weeks is usually a wash. Yeah. Uh 
There were two available jokers this session. What uh, was Ivan, in the hole? <laughs> Ivan got one. Uh, I will not say where the other one was. <laughs> so it, it might have been in the hole. It might have still been within record. Yeah. The other one was in the tiefling's pants. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Maybe it was you got to be brave enough. <laughs> yeah. They... Or, st or, or stupid enough. Or stupid <laughs> enough. They don't yeah. have to be physically found, right? Like, you can be awarded one somehow? Yes. Uh, if you, just like GM Inspiration, if you do something that is distinctly uh, in character, that I would find uh, almost definitely uh, pertaining to their character, like a heroic moment that would make sense, I would hand one of those out. Um, okay. Or you could try and find them. You're kind of are you taking alignment into consideration in this? Absolutely. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop people playing chaotic stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, my favorite role, chaotic stupid. It's the best. Uh, but no, by all means, go and do what your character will do. The consequences will be there, and yes. You might end up with a Joker, but who else knows what else you might end up with? Yep. That's fair. All right, guys. Oh, I will see you next week. See you next week and see yeah, some of you Sunday. Right. If I confirm right. ever. Yeah, if you ever confirm solo. <laughs> yeah, you gotta confirm that shit. He never does. I never confirm it anymore. Till day of. Yeah, I mean, All you right. know I'm gonna be there. Like, what else am I gonna do on the weekend, really? All uh, right, we're gonna night. end the stream Rob, here. Thank you all for thank joining us. Hope you all enjoyed nope. it. Uh, as they said, we'll be back night, Sunday with Tomb of Annihilation. Definitely next Wednesday with Salt Marsh, and then two Wednesdays we'll continue this story. So until next time, if no one told you yet, yeah, we, we love you all, and remember to please stay safe out there. Peace out, chat. <laughs>